So, Matt, let me yeah. start by saying, if it's okay, if you didn't like this, I don't understand anything. <laughs> you always say that when we watch shows that I like. Like, <laughs> you always start by saying, if you didn't like this, I don't know. I'm going to go crazy. <laughs> I'm like, uh, let, yeah, let me put mean, your mind at ease. I enjoyed watching this show. Okay, good. Yeah, it's just there's there's been some there's been some um the, some some what feel like contradictions in your taste in my mind, and mm-hmm. so and so and I'm really trying to figure it out. You know, I value my friendships and want to understand my friends. So um, <laughs> when there's a time like this, I just think, wow, Matt must be having a great time, yeah, and then I worry. What if Matt's not having a great time? What if I don't know my friends? You know. No, I was. Do we really know anyone? I mean, how often do you walk your dog, Stephen? You know. (laughs) You know what I mean. I I I mean, like every day recently, uh, (laughs) unless you're talking about something that isn't literally walking a dog, in which case I don't know. Uh, folks, it's as you know, we're back after a brief break before going into an extended break, and we're doing a super special episode for you. And by special, I mean we just, I think, really enjoyed this show. I'm Ian Benson. Joining me as always, Matt Ciani. Hi. Stephen Doughton. Hello. And Travis Marmon. What's up? But yes, this is, as you know, the podcast that is dedicated to getting you to stop watching TV and only watch uh, two episodes of television shows so you can just burn right through you know, we're we're all about that grind culture here. Claim hustle, yourself hustle, to be an watch expert. More. Uh, and uh, this week we did Dawson's Creek. We're we're back to the WB. <laughs> I think the WB, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, we're, yeah. We're, we're, we're back in our in our vibes, talking about some talking about uh, predator teachers having sex with stu- with students. Yep, that is really our beat for some reason. <laughs> Dawson's Creek, the American teen drama that followed the lives of a close-knit group of friends from the beginning of high school, continuing into college, that ran from 1998 to 2003, starring James Vanderbeek, Katie Holmes, Joshua Jackson, Jackson, and Michelle Williams. I I rarely see a person in one of these shows. So first of all, I know nothing about TV and have never known it before watching one of these shows who was in it. Um, but I rarely watch a show like this and just go, oh, that's obviously a young blank. But I was like, that's Katie Holmes. Like, it was, it was very, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah very. Like, I mean, Felicity yeah, that's, is that the is. other one, I guess. I, that I, was like, sh- I like immediately picked out who I was looking at. But yeah, uh, Katie Holmes, very recognizable at this point. I thought it was going to be Michelle Williams was going to be the one where you're like, oh, that person. Oh, yeah. She was Who's married Michelle to Williams? Phil Elverum from Mount Erie. Yeah. Because oh, they no, have wait. that weird, like. Wait. One year marriage because they both had their spouses die. And okay, then they after like were the grieving. Okay. And then Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, she's not she didn't die and become the subject of Mount Erie, did she? <laughs> no, but like they they had like all these weird like New York mag um like pieces on them that was like introducing Phil Elverum, like the the man behind Mount Erie, Michelle Williams' new husband. Like, here we are introducing him to the world of people who care about celebrities and then it was like oh that ended and you're like oh no yeah uh, michelle williams you know brokeback mountain uh manchester by the sea one of the finest actresses actresses of her generation yeah she's all right shutter island venom venom, venom let there be carnage <laughs> but before i can talk about that michelle williams we got to talk about this current michelle williams 
well, the former Michelle Williams, the one that appeared as, you know, the cool New York City teen now living in what apparently is Massachusetts. Sure. That was a lie because I, I knew it was shot in North Carolina, but it was the thing where they were like Boston area. I was like, what? This is not this does not look like Massachusetts. Yeah, I didn't I didn't even I like thought that when they said the Boston area, I they were referring to a thing that we didn't see because it was in a different episode. But apparently that's where this is actually set. So, Matt, you've already drawn attention to the fact that this was created by someone who shortlist might be your favorite person. Kevin Williamson. <laughs> Steven, what do you himself. know about Kevin Williamson? Fuck. I don't know anything about Michelle Williams. I... <laughs> Uh, Kevin Williamson, the creator of Dawson's Creek, he had uh, he'd made something before. He wrote the script uh, that was inspired by uh, this uh, magazine, this news magazine, uh, or this this television program, sorry, uh, Turning Point, about a serial killer in Gainesville who was playing on college students. And he, so he wrote this horror movie script about it, and he called it Scary Movie. But and what you know did what that it movie? become but instead? What, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> and do you know what that movie was then renamed, Stephen? King, King, nope. King. Okay, I'll give nope. you another hint. I'll give you another hint. Pacey plays film class guy one in the second installment of this film series. Uh, what the fuck? There's a new me? one coming out in January. Is it like The Conjuring? Scream! 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 Okay, that makes sense. That actually yeah, dialogue-wise so makes so much sense. The finale <laughs> yes. of this show. Sorry, Ian. Uh, I know you have. I, no, I can't. Well, <laughs> that fucking rules. I can't wait. I'll, I'll I'll have a lot to say because I was ta- uh-huh. I I talked to I've talked about Scream a lot last night when I was watching it. Yeah, so he wrote Scream, uh, and then also Scream Two, and they were like, "Man, this is crushing it." Do you have a TV show pitch? And he was like, "Yeah, it's about me." And they were like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> and that show, The Vampire Diaries. He's just writing incredibly high. You know? Oh, shit. He... Uh, oh, no. He's just the producer. Okay. I was like, wait, was he also the screenwriter in that? Um, but yeah. So, yeah. it's In 96, he writes Scream. In 97, he writes I Know What You Did Last Summer and Scream 2. I didn't know he like, wrote I Know What TV You Did Last show? Summer. God damn. Yeah. He was the executive producer and uncredited writer of Halloween H2O. Oh, God. H20. But he yeah. He wrote the faculty... Okay. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> the most intentionally uh, he- confusing film name... <laughs> It may be in history. So wait, it's it's Halloween H twenty colon twenty years later. I guess so. I've been corrected on this matter. I've internalized the lessons learned. Yeah. So yeah, he Stupid wrote uh, he wrote those things. He wrote all of that, and then he made Dawson's Creek and The Vampire Diaries. Dude, what a and career! Some other shows. <laughs> what a king, <laughs> Kevin Williamson. You rule. This show is a blast. Uh, okay. Yeah. This show, this show, this show does something possibly, and I haven't seen the whole show, but this show does something possibly better than um, any show that I have seen, um, which is a huge compliment because I've seen a lot of shows about high schoolers. Um, but the thesis of the show is basically high schoolers are fucking insane. Let's <laughs> let's highlight it and even amplify it. Like yeah. that, that's that. I mean, that, that's why there are so many high school shows is because people in their thirties get tired and just like, don't have the space for like drama. To just and weird go insane. St- 
just like subtext and like all of these things were just like just say the thing guys i'm tired and high schoolers are not tired they're like (laughs) no (laughs) no we're not gonna say the thing we're gonna be as fucking roundabout as we can about these things i'm gonna pick up things you're not putting down you're not gonna pick up anything no matter how hard i put it down we haven't really learned how to communicate and and as my emotions such, will turn bis- on a dime on yeah. a fucking dime and i've had no experience with these emotions at all so i literally don't even know how to define them or like talk about them or you know any so i'm just going to say bullshit and that yeah. and like obviously that is why there are so many high school shows but this show was like we know that and we're yeah. just going to go wild this this is <laughs> like, a whole show of julie taylors and yeah, i love yeah. that <laughs> It's weird that you love that because we hated Julie Taylor. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> she was in contrast to the rest of the show uh, where everybody was so weirdly adult most of the time. That's true. That's true. That's true. Uh, I, in I, this, they looked like adults in the opening scene, and then they said, oh, we're going to be 15. And Jill and I both went, 15? 15? Let me get you their actual ages at this point. Katie uh, Holmes is so hot in this. I'm like, that's not okay. James Vanderbeek looks like he's 15. like 47. <laughs> okay, so this was what year did I say this was? 90, 98. Uh, James Vanderbeek would be 20 during the filming of yeah. this, 2021. 20, um, Katie Holmes is 19, 20 at this point. Toledo, Ohio's own yep. stand up. Uh, I, have, I have talked to really one off. I have talked to about five Irish people in the last month who have been to Toledo. <laughs> and they're like, Why? they're like, yeah, Ohio. What do I know about that? There's one town. There's one city there. That's kind of rough. And I've been there. <laughs> I'm like, Toledo. Like, like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> actually, you just sat there and you're like Youngstown. Yeah. Absolutely uh, Youngstown. You just kept listing. You kept uh, listing Toledo would be my first guess, but yeah, mm. I mean, there are other options. Youngstown chief of a uh, chief on the of the Ohio City is on the list of you don't ever want to fight someone from. Yeah, Youngstown's almost like its own thing. Like it feels Pittsburghian more than it feels yes. Ohioan to me sometimes. I agree with that. Yeah, just like how this feels really North Carolina e. This does feel really North Carolina e, doesn't? Because it? it was shot in North Carolina, but they're like it's in New England. I was like, they do not oh, have votes like that really, in New England. It feels really. North Carolina E. They could just make it there. Because I was like, when I was watching it, it was like, oh, Michelle Williams' character has moved down. It's like, that's a big move for her. Oh, wait, apparently it's not as big as I thought it was. Did anyone have any experience with Dawson's Creek before this? Uh, I mean, so first of all, the song, but it didn't Whoa. even play. Uh, what? What? The the one, I don't want to wait. Yeah, it played. Is this wait, an Ireland what? thing? Not on mine. A, what played on oh, yours? It was okay, a different song. I got what I think happened, because I'm looking at this now. The opening theme, I Don't Want to Wait, by Paula Cole, the classic, the iconic one. That's the U.S. broadcast and streaming 2021. Yeah. Run Like Mad by uh, Jane Arden, Jan Arden, John Arden. Oh, it was the DVD and streaming services and Puerto Rico previously. What? So whichever version Steven watched had that, because licensing. Do you guys want to know why, among other reasons, I have the theme song to the show stuck in my head all the time? Like, without band. having ever seen it before. True, of course. We all love Paula Cole. We all love the song and Where Have All the Cowboys Gone. But this is a, this is a very me reason, okay? So, like, years ago, 
on Twitter. I saw a thing, and like to give you oh, a sense boy. of the sense of humor of this post, it was a thing I saw because like John Boys liked it, and it was Great. someone saying, "We all know that the zip code to Beverly Hills is nine zero two one zero, but few people know the zip code to Dawson's Creek is nine zero one zero eight." And then <laughs> <laughs> underneath it, the person put nine zero one zero eight four zero nine two three zero four, and. <laughs> <laughs> it has never left my brain. That, no, I'll that never stop sense. thinking about this stupid yeah. joke. <laughs> yep, that's what it goes. <laughs> Fucking, it's in there. It's yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's one of several songs that I just also like instinctively sing the melody of when I hear a phrase with like five syllables in it. Um, there's like a few that I alternate between, but that's one of them. So that's Annie that's my relationship to Dawson's Creek going in. It's just. <laughs> I will be honest. I thought that Dawson's Creek took place in a town called Dawson's Creek so or something I. like that. Yeah. I was like, Oh, it's the place. It's not the name. It's not the main character. And I guess, you know, the, the bridge he hangs out on and looks out on the water. <laughs> that's a pivotal thing. Yeah. I thought it was about, you know, like these teens in a town, not, uh, not the next Steven Spielberg who, uh, happy birthday today. King happy to be talking about Dawson's Creek to celebrate Steven Spielberg's birthday. Yeah. A fitting celebration of a great man. I did. So, you know, unfortunately, we're going to be flying a little blind. There aren't full, you know, the Dawson's Creek dot fandom dot com isn't the most robust website. Hmm. Okay. So, you know, this is a vibes episode. This is our Christmas special. Yeah. Um, We uh, we we, I, I got the major notes. Yeah. Uh. What's important is we start out on some of the most incredible hair I've ever seen. Oh my god! I, and, and like this, this show fucking starts out on fire. I, I love a show that doesn't like you're like three minutes in, you know exactly what it is. That yeah. that makes me happy, and this show did it pristinely. I love a show that starts out with a conversation that feels like something I would have had complaining about the idea that Gandhi would win one best picture over yeah. E.T. Well, that's not, the the main, other that's not the main thesis of this conversation. <laughs> no, but it just felt very, I, I did, felt personally attacked in a way. I did see was, Dawson and go, you're a fucking nerd. Shut the fuck up, nerd. Yeah, because it was also the... Uh, Oh, that had to win Best Picture. And then immediately going, no, lost 1982 or, you know, whatever. 1980 to Gandhi. Can't even make it through that film. She's like, oh, oh, no. Well, yeah, we got, we got, you know, Dawson and his best friend, Josephine Potter, a.k.a. Joey, uh, who were both 15 and about to. (laughs) 15. Clearly 15 years old. Their their genitals are getting bigger. Oh, boy. As we learn. (laughs) That's. Don't oh boy me. That's no, no, from, no, no, that's no, in the no, text. Note from the show. No, that's, that's in the why, text. That's why, that's why I was like, oh boy, Kevin Williamson really does have a voice that comes through his Yeah. It is Yeah, no, it's no, it is very much the text where it is like, you know, cuz they're they're it's a it's a, a boy and a girl best friends and they they're coming to terms with the fact that their friendship is going to be changing now because as Joey says, she has breasts and he has genitalia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's 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 very it's very precocious in a in a like a like it's clear that the writers for Gilmore Girls watch this show. Like it's very clear to me. I'm gonna make sure that the writers for Gilmore Girls weren't on staff of the yeah. show. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Like Jesus, because you know who was on staff for this show and would take over in the later seasons. 
Who's we that? talked about him before. His name was Tom. Is his name is Tom Kapanos. I don't remember who that is. That is the creator, head writer, was was and, and executive is. producer of Californication. <laughs> yeah, and and so you know she would always sleep over. They'd sleep in the same bed, but yeah, no, their their wants and desires and bodies are changing. They're awash with all hormones and emotions, and they can only talk in literate pop culture references. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Fifteen years later, fifteen years later, uh, you know Dawson's probably obsessed with like the Marvel Cinematic Universe instead. But God, at the right time. I mean, you could you could also write a character who's obsessed with Spielberg today. Like you could do. You that. could. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just thinking of the hyper literate pop culture references, like what uh, it would be instead. That would suck if it were about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He just talks like Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man, I think, is part of why I think that. Ah. Uh, I don't Where there's kind of that. a shrug, where there's just kind of always like a little knowing wink, but it works because like Dawson's kind of an asshole, but in a way that's fun. I bet he's, I bet, if, I bet throughout watching the entire show, you're like, that guy, that guy's the asshole, isn't he? But <laughs> I love also a thing that exists in media and has warped my brain and I've tried to then create my own life of the like friends that just like you know have access to your house in uh, at all times and could just come by whenever yeah where I just am like oh just take the keys to the apartment you can just you know swing by whenever or whatever and stuff like that it's the I have a ladder and I climb into your window yeah. I was always Which, every I was always quite jealous of this especially because my father literally had it Wow, like, I was about to say, did anyone actually have this? Yeah. Uh, well, there's a, there's a few st- there's a few stories of like um, there's like a there's like a classic story of my grandparents were lazier than they were uptight. So like like they were uptight, but they but their laziness made it so they didn't enforce some of the things. Is you know what I mean? Like they just didn't have the energy to actually enforce the rules that they wanted to have in the house because they had too many kids. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so like people were people were always sneaking around, but they probably didn't actually have to. But there's a good story of um, my uncle who did not realize he was gay at the time, as many 15, 16 year olds don't. Uh, had a, a girlfriend who snuck into his room, and my grandfather, not suspicious in any way. Uh, just just was like, oh, left the ladder out and just like moved it <laughs> back to the <laughs> shed. <laughs> and uh, like, That's like just amazing. didn't think. Yeah. And, um, and then, uh, and then, and then what happened was they assumed that he like very apparent passive aggressively put it away and was like, like new or whatever. So she went and hid under the bed. Um, and spent like a night under the bed to not get caught by these people who probably didn't care that much. Um, but like, like they literally like they came into the room and she was under the bed and then they left and then like she tried to go back up and then they heard footsteps and go back under the bed. And, but she she didn't she couldn't leave because she was afraid to jump off the roof. Uh, and like this there were is... too many people in the house. <laughs> I'm imagining the uh, um, the Tobias moving through. Uh, the the blind the house with uh, Julie Louis Dreyfus for some reason. I'm just like, oh right, that's ah, so myself. fucking good. <laughs> but no, yeah, it, they're 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 all just totally cool with Joey coming and hanging around, and you know Dawson's a filmmaker, and so he's got his friend Pacey, 
is there playing like Swamp Thing, I guess, because they're making a they're making a movie. Fucking Pacey. Pacey. We hate Pacey. Fuck Pacey. What? Pacey I, I looks like Pacey. every person that I hated in high school. To be fair, <laughs> to be fair, it's just the haircut. It's that like if you yeah. gave that same guy a different haircut, you wouldn't yeah, feel that. I way. mean, I've seen the guy before in other things, and I didn't want to punch him right in the fucking face. But in this, I just wanted to fucking nail him to the wall. Way too sex crazed because he's fifteen years old. Fifteen right. years old. Yeah, I didn't need the implied pedophi- pedophilia subplot here. Uh, I don't what? think it's implied. Guess what? Guess what? Every single fucking show has to do it. It's Why? absolutely necessary. You can't. You can't have a school about high school, or uh, sorry, school a show about high school without having a thing where a female teacher and a male student have a thing because for some reason i know why but we're like yeah. our society accepts it more and is like oh hot instead of like oh that's terrible yeah but uh right now he's just playing uh swamp thing and he's uh yeah. you know pulling joey into the water and dawson's like cut 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 you we need more time there's not the right amount of tension in this moment we're gonna have to redo the whole thing you know, I got to, I, I, we're not, we're, we're up okay. against a deadline. I got the festival in two, in, you know, two weeks. We got to focus. And then right as that happens, like a, a cab pulls up and Michelle Williams walks out and like music pl- is playing. Like she's walking in okay. slow motion. They slather okay. the lens in Vaseline. Okay. Do you know what, the, like the, the lyrics that you like, the, the, the lyrics that played like. 30 times of the song were hey pretty girl like sax yeah. hey pretty girl sax 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 a little bit of clarinet sexy clarinet hey pretty girl <laughs> i was like i was like man the show is not is not bringing the subtlety but i did want to point out so was it pacey in the mask yeah so like i did want to say Jackson. as much as as much as uh, as much as we don't love pacey for a lot of reasons including the fact that he impliedly is touching her ass on purpose every time she falls in and she doesn't like that. Um, I really wasn't fond of the fact that Dawson just completely ignores her complaints of sexual harassment as the director and is just like, and it's just like, yeah, but, but we got to get this done, which is very, maybe, um, uh, representative of the culture. Kevin Williamson did famously, uh, make a film franchise with the Weinstein brothers. Um, he has an understanding of people's uh, responsibilities on film sets that uh, might not jive with morals or ethics or um, just uh, being a being a good dude. Being a good dude. I don't want to get into any more of that. Yeah. For, Can we talk about some for, of these music uh, drops? Oh, man. And how fucking I mean, long they all are and how loud well, they all are. The one that really stands out to me is right after it's right after Michelle Williams is like, yeah, I'll be a sophomore. I'll see you guys at school. And they're like, yeah, school. Yeah. I get knocked down. Yeah. And I get okay. up again. Well, and they bring it back. You two song in the American style, like multiple <laughs> times as the day progresses, you get three individual tub thumping drops in the pilot. It rules that Chumbawamba was like an anarchist band or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Wasn't yeah. that the whole deal with them? Yep. And then they made that one song and they're like, all right then. <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy in the in Chumbawamba whose name was Boff Whaley. <laughs> Boff Whaley? Boff Whaley. That's Fuck my it. name on Twitter. 
the English. <laughs> me trying to remember what Matsko goes by now. As I'm searching, like, yeah, what is it? Bob me trying to Me trying to remember the name of any person from anything. What was his name? Boff Whaley. <laughs> Me, me trying to remember the name of like the most famous dance choreographer in the world. What's his name? Boff Whaley. <laughs> Is that Tony. a Bob Fosse? Is <laughs> <laughs> that you trying to remember Bob Fosse? Bob uh, Whaley. Say Bob Whaley. <laughs> Do we get to the the best line of dialogue and that we've ever covered in this show? Is it uh, tastes food and then just says orgasmic and then another person no, tastes the food no. and says orgasmic uh, uh no because you know the notes are jumping around here but uh mr man meat <laughs> i was gonna end the episode by saying <laughs> we can listen we okay can say mr, mr. man meat i'll see you later <laughs> i mean i really i really did I, like there were a lot of like, there were a lot of amazing like this th- th- this was a, a well of potential ending show things unlike the americans which was just kind of like a little bit too straightforward but like i really liked the things of like hey so what brought you here and she's like my grandfather's aorta collapsed and they had to replace it with a pipe or tube so that's anyway (laughs) i'm just like okay yeah mm -hmm, yep got it my grandfather's aorta collapsed just having somebody explain a stent in a television show is a little silly yeah Yeah. where you're like okay so wow you got no chill and they Truly. go back to the house, and then mom and dad are boning. Yeah. Right? And That's the and, and, and dad, TV's The Flash, is just like, hey, aren't you supposed to be at work? As, like, his shirt is getting, like, he's frantically buttoning his shirt up. Love love this for Dawson. Must be uh, quite the childhood. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, it's nice to see the spark is still alive. Him with his parents. is it but then at the end okay, it's a, a lot of sparks are alive i guess sparks a lot are just of the times in all a lot directions. of the times these things are related you know there's there's That's, not as much bitterness yeah. because she has this other person hmm. um and he may or may not know i'm assuming he doesn't because this is the 90s i mean i don't know what happens next i know the show is called as you know but i'm gonna instead assume that what happens next is that dawson's parents don't split up Uh, Joey tells Dawson about this and he brings it to his parents and they're like, honey, we didn't know how to tell you this, but you see, we're having what we call an open marriage. So that was, it was your mother's boyfriend. He's actually coming over later tonight. We've got snacks set up and everything. As somebody who literally met children who were explained to that situation about a year ago, um, they just pretty well, I think. How old were the children? Eight and eleven, so seven and Oof. ten, when the, when it was huh. explained to them. Huh. Um, yeah, right. it was a, it was an experience for me to to meet them, and the whole scenario, including the yeah. Anyway, uh, huh. we'll talk about that sometime. Uh, so that's so that's Dawson's home life, and then we get to see Michelle Williams' Joey. home life, oh, where yeah. she uh, has shit, to be now? subjected to the most horrific Christian ass scrambled eggs. That I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. Jen, uh, her name is Jen. Really, really, really a good job with uh, with like knowing what that lifestyle is. You know. Yeah, get a life, Grandma. 
Yeah, it's that's a problem in Ireland. Is like if your if your house if your household's too Catholic, the, the taste leaves your food. Like you you give the taste to God, you know. <laughs> so yeah, Dawson um, uh, takes Jen to his studio at some point. Uh, his studio, cause like, because she's like, uh, I would assume movies. that this guy's trying to trying to fuck. He is, but. Yeah, wait, hold on. I got to talk about... He is, but in the way that... He, the only way he can express himself. Yeah. I got to talk about the line that he says when, is he, it, when he goes out. It, it, why movies? What's the attraction? I reject reality. Would you like to see my studio? <laughs> <laughs> this show fucking Hell rocks. yeah, dude. This, this show rocks. This is extremely okay. our shit. So, I, I, first of all, we skipped the scene in the movie, uh, the, the rental place where Pacey works. Oh, um, you're right. Uh, which is an important one. And uh, and Dawson, they both Dawson and Pacey work together in okay. the 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 rental in the in the it's at the exact point in time when you can have a local alternative to Blockbuster. Yep. Right before everything is about to go go real south. Yep. So we start out with the daughter of the owner of the thing who we don't see much say, "Did you just toss a negative disparaging remark my way?" <laughs> Which is like, Great okay, we love this, we love this. Uh, and then tells him, basically, that, she's, that he's crumbs. Yeah, Cheryl like then looks at Pacey and is like, you're crumbs to me, boy. <laughs> uh, and then and then a woman walks in and they have a conversation about how good mom's sex lives are, which is a great burn at uh, Dawson. Um, and then she decides that she is going to buy the graduate from Pacey, which is a great God. move. Like, if, if that's what you're trying to do, if you're trying to flirt with this young boy as an older woman, like, absolutely rent the graduate. Yeah, there's, no, yeah, there's no better choice. I would like to point out that in the graduate, he is, though, at least a college graduate. Also, also, she says, it was nice to meet you. Did anyone clock how he responds to, it was nice to meet you? No. He says, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He's the perfect I just kept, teen. <laughs> I just kept picking up on these little dialogue things. Where I was like, this dialogue is insane. It was really nice to meet you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hate uh, him. He's wonderful. Yeah, then he brings her up into his his uh, his studio. His studio. Where he explains that he has. Go ahead. I was watching this and I was seeing all the posters and I was like, yeah, yeah, clearly Spielberg. He's got the color purple. Wow. Where's the always poster? And then as if on cue, Dawson was just like, and then I have 1941 and always in the closet. And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, the fact that he organized them by box office success is very like, I mean, it's it's it like this guy could be griffin newman i think i would hang out with dawson i think (laughs) does is dawson canonically on the autism spectrum and or and or does he have ocd canonically in the show i mean i i mean those things are those things are generally considered related i think but uh i'd say i'd say like in my canon he's on the autism spectrum like he definitely is yeah i mean just the way that he's like showing the like tape like in the later part of this scene, I forget exactly the context of it. Where, where yeah, where he's sh- right after Jen leaves and uh, Joey walk, jo- Joey climbs in directly after, as if watching no. her leave. Which, oh man, like which is which is fucking, probably what was happening. The the fact the fucking her on the ladder, like 
while Michelle Williams' grandmother is shouting at her. So she's like leaning one way to like hide herself while Michelle Williams just looks out to see the grandmother and be like, I'll be down in a minute. You're just like, oh, poor Joey. Yeah, poor Joe. Damn. Yeah, so then he shows her a video of his mother saying the bees yep, and Bob, her co-worker's name, Too Soft. Uh, I, yeah. know, I, You know how you know that I liked this show? You remember a random character name? I remember a lot of details. <laughs> yeah, I have, I, have a, I have a lot of trouble paying yeah. attention to things, and I was just this paying is, attention. This is really good. Yeah. This is yeah. great. You're really I driving on <laughs> yeah. the details today. Um, and, yeah, the, like, rewind... Yeah, something with the this... soft bees. It turns into a De Palma film. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a close-up of Dawson. Like it's him. Like it's like Silence of the Lambs looking directly at the lens, and then it's just like him rewinding this tape. I'm like, this is amazing. Why is this like the seventeenth most important detail of this episode? Yeah, it reads like a person who has taught themselves to understand social cues in a very active, mindful way rather than sort of uh, subconsciously as they age, which Absolutely. is a thing that many autistic people do in order to mask. Yes. So, like, so like they, they don't off... Like, they'll pick up things other people won't while not picking up things that other people do because it's such a logic puzzle. Right. And, and this moment... Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. This, it was immediate. <laughs> I was like, oh, I get what they're saying about Dawson right now. <laughs> And then he's a cool guy, is what they're saying. No, he's a cool what? dude. These things are, no, not, those those things are not mutually exclusive. Like, I know they yeah, are. He's a cool guy and autistic. Yeah. No, um, I, I just would love. Yeah, I would just love to hang out and watch a film with uh, with Dawson, which is what you know. One of the other major Take eight moments hours. of this. The amount of rewatch oh. scenes. Well, showing him just like you know like. Uh, uh, a how shine Shen film and him being like, look at that, look at that movement, and then just like rewinding it, watching it again, rewinding it. I'm just like, I know, dude. Anyways, clearly, there's more to this movie. It's clearly what he's doing. So then they go to school. So there's the scene that we talked about already, where we were introduced to Jen and her grandmother's, where he sa she says that her friends are the wrong element, which I always thought, I don't know, does that mean anything, Matt? Also, it the wrong element. <laughs> Yeah, that's what her that's what her grandmother <laughs> yeah, says about I, I mean the, it's not a phrase that I like associate with any specific <laughs> meaning, but I do want to start a band called The Wrong Element. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what if it was band? a reference to a Bible verse or something. Dude, that's gotta be like a goth band. Ooh, yeah. No, nope, I'm in. That's so good. Yeah, no, right, the, I gotta see if it exists. I also just like though the idea that it's like those those kids are the bad sort. All they do is watch movies and make movies and have a, you know, a, a friendship. And there's doesn't seem to be any drugs or alcohol. They're not having sex. They really seem to be fine, upstanding young children. It's just that one, you know, she, her, she lives with her sister and her, her black boyfriend who, who makes uh, apparently an orgasmic soup <laughs> sauce. Whatever it is, exactly. whatever he's recipe testing, <laughs> like it's orgasmic. Two people agree. And that, you know, then later he's just reading Bon Appetit, hanging out. That guy seems great. <laughs> yeah, I could probably so, have yeah. a sustained yeah, conversation like, with that guy. I like her sister and boyfriend. They seem good. You know, it's cool that also she goes to Dawson's by uh, rowboat. That is really cool. <laughs> uh, so then we go to school where we immediately learned that the person who walked into the video store 
is teaching, and not only teaching, but teaching in one of Pandy or whatever the fuck his name is classes. Pandy. <laughs> <laughs> we can tell I love this show because because okay. I <laughs> remember be, all the details. Fair, to be fair, number one, like I, I contain multitudes, Matt. But like when somebody, <laughs> that's number one. When somebody's name is not real, I like when somebody's name is like yeah, these yeah. are just two syllables put together. My brain's like, all right, <laughs> yeah, boff, crappily, you know? whatever. <laughs> Okay. All right. The teacher's <laughs> in the class. Um, yeah. And she's, he's like, oh, I'd appreciate it if you called me by my last name in the classroom. And then, uh, then we see that um, Jen is making honest attempts to be friends with Joey, but Joey can't get over her teen hormones about Dawson. And yeah, then, she has no idea if she's jealous, if if she's just frustrated. She's just confused. Or like if those feelings are on. okay to feel. Yeah. Poor Joey. No, no fucking clue. Um, <laughs> it's, it's and then Joey child. explains, and then Jen tr- just trying to get to know Joey, and Joey's like, well, your grandma doesn't like me because my parents are gone in one way or another, and now my sister is raising me. Uh, <laughs> sorry. She says that her mom had like this cancer thing, and her God. dad had was thrown in jail for having over over 10,000 pounds of weed. She lists what the, like, the charges were, which was cool. Yeah. That, and uh, that Michelle was... Williams' character also seemed to think that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's <laughs> undeniably cool. <laughs> or it was just like, oh, your dad's in jail? And I was like, yeah, you know, more than 10,000 pounds of marijuana with the intent to distribute. And you're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Sure. Uh, meanwhile... you live with your sister and her boyfriend and... They have a child out of and she wedlock. Keeps, she keeps saying that her boyfriend's black, which in the context of like why Jen's grandmother hates them is fine. But like she didn't need to say it multiple times, I don't think. Yeah. But I guess maybe she's highlighting that like he's still black. <laughs> even, yeah, this even hasn't changed this since the previous sentence. Yeah. Um, and then we have Pacey talking to because uh, he he suggests that they watch a movie uh, or that she watches a movie that is also about an older woman seducing a younger man called like Station Forty Two or something, and they flirt more. And then he says, "Dawson, I actually have the possibility of losing my virginity in a high-level fantasy fashion." <laughs> <laughs> An amazing sentence, uh, which is, you know, I guess true if he really yeah. believes that that woman's going to sleep with her. He uh, probably is right. He's probably right. A fun thing I'm just thinking back on with this show is that because uh, we live inside a uh, a circle, you know, time is a flat circle and all of that stuff, uh, you get to enjoy the fact that uh, these characters are now dressed like teens again would actually yeah. dress. <laughs> Imagine how fucking intimidated stay. you would be if people dressed like the characters in Dawson's Creek like walked into a, a coffee shop you were in. I would like make <laughs> yeah, sure like, to be on the other leave. side of the room. <laughs> It's like, oh no, she's wearing the perfect jean jacket. We got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. So you asked him to support him while he does that. Then we cut back to uh, more Dawson, right? Where he goes. No, to I think try the next the scene school? is Jen and Look. her grandmother again. Well, we, we you got Dawson in school. So oh, sorry. Maybe you're right. Where he talks to the the 
teacher that's who right. has nope, the film you're right. class. That's right. That's next. That's next. That's next. Yeah, because he, he uh, like, you know, is, is watching. Wrong. He's watching Psycho in just the middle of the morning. Just like a VHS copy of Psycho. Dude, this teacher has a fucking lush life. He's just like it hanging rules. out watching movies probably all day. Like if he's in the middle of Psycho at this point in the day, like imagine how many movies he must watch just like chilling in his classroom. And there's apparently only one block of that class. Yeah. So what <laughs> like, else does he do all day? He probably just watches Hitchcock movies. He uh, has a uh, I know what you did last summer poster in his classroom. Yes. Also shouts Kevin Williamson. And I clocked that, and then I was like, why the fuck would this teacher have that one? And then I saw that, and I was like, oh. Yeah. Well, welcome back to our favorite reoccurring segment. It's Poster Watch, where we talk about the posters that were in the rooms. Uh, oh, also, sorry, I forgot to introduce this segment um, uh, earlier, but I just, uh, per fan request, I'd like to introduce a new brief segment, which is, was Henry Rollins at one point on this television show? Today's answer, no. But Damn. After it has been drawn to my attention that we've covered three or four shows where Henry Rollins has had a minor appearance, Weird. I will now be tracking this. Weird. So, Henry they Rollins go, did not appear in Dawson's Creek. So, they go watch Waiting for Guffman. That's the yeah. movie that yes. they're watching. They are like, well... Which is good. Uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a pseudo date. It's a sort of date yeah. between, you know, uh, Dawson and Jen. And Wait then, a second. I'm sorry to interrupt basically my own thread here, but... Uh, I did want to talk about Dawson being autistic. Uh, the evidence is so extreme because you know yeah. what he asks his dad? Well, he's like, at one point, he's like, what's the deal with sex? Why is everyone so into sex? Oh, like, yeah. That's a really, like, that's like a very, like, everybody's obsessed with this thing. I don't understand it. Like, that feels yeah. like someone trying to figure out the world that he isn't sort of just naturally fading into. Yeah. I mean, Absolutely. Dawson does raise some points. You know, he's just he says, like, sex, why sex, is everyone sex. so obsessed with this? What is the big deal? What is the Spielberg big deal? Spielberg never puts sex in his movies. This he man. He's not that's... wrong. He's really not wrong either on that one. Because uh, I was listening to a podcast where they did mention that's like, where's the sex scene in a Spielberg film? One of our grand sexless filmmakers. I wonder, like, does Dawson watch? I mean, he does watch other movies, but just like. I don't know. Isn't being no, a, isn't being a Spielberg, Spielberg worship, like isn't that a little facile? Like, don't you want to show him like foreign no. film? No, no he should start watching thing. Lost instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know the other great Spielberg disciple. Oh my God, he is J.J. Abrams. <laughs> Which is weird because he's supposed <laughs> to just be Kevin Williamson, right? But, <laughs> but, Kevin, Williamson. but Kevin Williams made himself into J.J. Abrams. J.J. Uh, Abrams is autistic Kevin Williamson. <laughs> That's my official take. But yeah, so, this, so they're like, we're, we're going to have a date. Joey, can you come? Because otherwise it's just going to be two dudes and one girl, and that's going to be weird, you know? But but first... Only if you first make it Jen, weird. But first Only Jen, if you make it weird. But first Jen talks to her grandma and says, I will go to church if you say the word penis. Which... <laughs> what a fucking teen-ass thing to do. <laughs> that's the Democrats, baby. That right there. <laughs> Expand what, on that like, again. Virtue signaling just, by just like saying the word penis, or yeah, yeah, you're like we're being so we're, we're uh, this is what I'm doing is breaking norms. I'm I'm changing these barriers. We're making important work. All I need you to do is say the word penis, and this person could just go penis. Anyways, now you have to come to church. I've beaten you. <laughs> I I foiled your plot. What you were doing was an empty gesture. 
I actually can't believe she didn't just say penis. She's Christian. Steven. Yeah, that's right. Christians don't say that. Christians do not breed. Famously. Uh, She's a shaker, actually. <laughs> Shakers are always funny. Sorry. Yeah. Are they? Yes. Where Absolutely. Is, yes, the hierarchy. yes, they're hilarious. They literally were like, sex is so bad, we're not going to do it, even to have children. And then mm. they just ended because they weren't then having there weren't children. Anymore. That's funny. That's really funny. You're right. I just, I guess I really didn't. Th- I haven't really contemplated shakers in a moment. So you're right. Where I was like, what's the, oh, you're right. It's hilarious. <laughs> it, no, shakers is the top. Quakers, pretty funny. Just also Quakers are funny shakers also. Quakers. Yeah. <laughs> all these things. The Kellogg's guy is why we're all circumcised. Sorry. That's so wild. <laughs> That's so wild. <laughs> he didn't want poor people to have sex and thought that more circumcision would discourage it. What a fucked up country. It's oh, so weird. Christ. <laughs> it's just all of those things that remind you. It's like, right, right, right. This country was founded by the Puritans that Europe got rid of. Yeah, Th- this country the was founded by the people. people. This country was founded by the people who were like, your religion isn't strict enough. Yeah. <laughs> Too yeah. much fun is being had here. <laughs> More plain, less interesting. Let's go away. So, yeah, they go see Waiting for Guffman. Yeah. Yes. Uh, which is, what a great film for a first date. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Let's go watch the, you know, what, what happens in that movie mockumentaries for someone you know who uh, hasn't seen for the it, listeners. Like, like I definitely have. So, uh, but anyway, the listeners. yeah. Well, Stephen, um, to the person who hasn't seen it, whoever they may be, this theoretical, this straw man that we've created. Yeah, um, it's a Christopher Guest film. It's oh, it's his first directorial film. So you know, you've seen Best in Show. I have, or it's uh, that sort of thing. But it's a local theater production that create a local theater that creates this uh, production. And believe that there might be like a critic coming, so that they can like maybe go to Broadway. Oh, and, cool! Um, that sounds fun. Yeah, fun is definitely the word I would use for it. Not <laughs> well, it's it's that sort of like very funny, but like oh my god, I want to crawl out of my skin. Yeah, sort of thing. Oh, that, okay, so very cringe humor. Yeah, you know, because you know, it's 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 Christopher Guest. It's not even like necessarily the cringe of just like these people are. It's it's a lot of people just misreading social cues and things like that but it's yeah. got bob balaban and i love yeah. bob balaban i was talking Dang. about bob balaban last night that's why i tweeted earlier i'm sorry i can't be him with a photo of bob balaban <laughs> just get some glasses <laughs> you know, the f- the people loved balaban and i love when pacey gets punched in the face while bob balaban is like on screen in the theater behind wonderful so, shot so number one uh, people are too quick to punch in shows. <laughs> yes. Like, they just, everybody wants it to punch. It takes a lot to get somebody to throw a punch in. Counterpoint. Counterpoint. I want them to be faster on punching in shows. People Sometimes are too slow to, to punch punched. in real life. I think that's really... I Not that's in Cork. You should go to Cork. Maybe I should. People are just very punchy in Cork. Love that. <laughs> the, the fighting Irish thing, like, there's some truth to it. Anyway... Uh, yeah, so uh, there, they, there's a good scene that was very I, I, that I related to hardcore where you've Jen been and punched Dawson, in the face uh, and then went up and were like, "I'm the best sex you're never gonna have." <laughs> you just hit that kid in the head. Um, <laughs> that's not okay. The, the, the thing I was relating to was being in a in a weird movie 
to see with your actually maybe it wasn't that weird with your new girlfriend and you're trying to hold hands for the first time although they aren't actually boyfriend and girlfriend at this point and somebody is there who probably shouldn't be there watching you get nervously try to hold hands uh, horrible but for me that movie was uh prior to the caribbean three uh world at world's end and that person was her father and not my best Ugh. friend growing up <laughs> We should just send all of the teens to an island. <laughs> you know? There, aren't there books about this? That's the Republic, basically. Planets yeah. the Republic is what I'm describing. A society where it's like, we should put them somewhere else. Or like, just for a I, while. I don't want to sound like somebody on Twitter who uh, starts like, you know, talking about age differences. But at various points in life, we should bracket off the ages. It's terrible here that 18-year-olds can go to bars, but it's good that because of that, there are bars that are 23s and up. Oh. Yeah. Going to a 23 and up bar is nice. Wow. I love that. Yeah, that's good. There's, There's... there's a fair amount of them. Like, can I get like a twenty-seven and up bar next? Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> and the way that that works is make it a wine bar. Like, well, that. There's also but, certain bands that you can assure will be twenty-seven and up, basically. Yeah. yeah. So they hold hands, and in maybe the best example, second best. I, honestly, Joey does the best. I don't know how to handle my emotions, so I'm going to say something buck wild. Um, <laughs> And the and the and this is like baby the best version. Which we skipped the whole walking to the theater thing where she, she was like Dawson oh or, or Jen, are you a virgin? Because Dawson is, and it's gonna be uh. it's gonna suck when you guys have sex if you're both virgins. Um, uh, Horrible. But she just goes. She goes. Quote. Are you a size queen? <laughs> oh my god. Um, <laughs> and what a crazy Jen, fucking thing to say. Jen, this like, show's so fucking good. Jen, like me, didn't actually know what she meant in that moment because it was so out of nowhere. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck that means. And then she was basically like, yeah, because Dawson's penis is probably big. Look at those fingers. Um, <laughs> just hearing it again, you're just like, man, this show is wild. <laughs> I want, I want, uh, I want a, a show that takes place directly like off frame of this show, which is any like any adult bystander. that happens to be yeah, any bystander, <laughs> like the people in line behind them getting the tickets. They're just like, Jesus. Uh, yeah, this would have been an a, a eventful movie. So then, so then he grabs uh, Dawson, grabs Joey by the hand, leads her out. And w- while he is berating her about being fucking insane, uh, that's when Pacey sits next to the teacher, uh, hits on her. She says, this has all been a misunderstanding. An, a, an actual adult man is like, you should probably not do this. Then he spills popcorn and then some rando hits him in the face. That rando was going, that rando was hearing them talk all night long yeah. and was just like, I'm just trying to watch Waiting for Gunman. And he's like, I see my opening. No one will prosecute. Yeah. I'm going this for This person was talking in a movie. You know um, what I remembered when they were arguing when. Oh my uh, God. What's up? I just remembered that this is, you know, the guy who did Californication where there's the part where in the opening where he oh punches that guy in the theater and everyone applauds. Oh my They're God. <laughs> <laughs> that scene that had nothing to do with anything else in the yeah. show and added nothing. Yeah, <laughs> getting lots of getting lots of ca- a guy who's seen one other show. Tom Capanos has done getting yeah. a lot of Californication vibes from this. So then, part 
Yeah, so then Parfi and the teacher uh, meet on the docks. Uh, why are they on the docks? How did they end up on the docks? Uh, do you guys know why they're on the docks? Are they Sorry, I'm still on Parfi. The I'm just on Parfi, and it reminds me of the time picking up pizza, and they misheard Darcy's name as Car Key. So when we asked <laughs> the pizza order, they were like, what's the name of the Darcy? And they came back, and they're like... Darcy and they're like, what was the order? And we told them they came back with a pizza box that said car key written on it. This. And we just like stood in the in the, out in front of the pizza place and we're just like, car key? They thought your name was car key? Were they like, that's a nickname? Is that her Christian name? Like the person who gave us the pizza box like shrugged. I was like, I don't know what happened on this one, but this is the order. <laughs> why are they on the docks because you're always near the, the docks. docks you're always near the docks in this town uh you know massachusetts uh and and she's like hey you misunderstood that's not what i was doing and he to his credit was like motherfucker like that's what you were doing. yes you were yeah yes you were doing that like there's just there's like i'm not dawson i'm not confused about like everything anybody <laughs> does socially I I, I I i could see what you were doing i'm you were parfait <laughs> i know who i am i'm the best sex you're never gonna have I'm the best sex you're ever gonna have. That was a weird one. Like, I get why a 15 year old would say it, but um, imagine but an like, actual 15 year old saying this. <laughs> to I can actually, you, I can actually uh, picture, <laughs> I can actually picture sports with a Z going yeah, to yeah, a girl boy. and telling, like, can you, like, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, and so God. he says that to her, and and she goes, "You're wrong about one thing." You're not a boy. And then she kisses him on the mouth because he stood up for himself. She kisses that, that boy. Was hot. Yes. She, kisses, she kisses the, the, boy. the legally boy in every state. Uh, this person is closer in age to the toddler I would speak. I spoke to, you know, a couple months ago than he than is you. to me. Yeah. So, yeah. And then the, uh, the other closing scene is Dawson being like, Dawson being like, despite everything being extremely clear about what's going on here. I still don't understand what's going on here. <laughs> I, I, I understand that feeling. And <laughs> the, then the very then, clear consequences of all actions are coming in this moment. I was like, I don't understand what, how did any of this happen? Which is great because at one point while Joey is like, you know, you don't understand. Katie goes, all I do is Katie. Uh, Joey goes, all I do is understand, which is a, a fun thing line. for her to say. Um, yeah. Great teen line. And um, great teen mind, and so he finally starts to cop on that he uh, she has some man. I'm sorry, of he what? Yeah, oh, what? is that an Irish thing? <laughs> finally sorry, starts to what? what? Is that an Irish on? thing? Cop on. <laughs> <laughs> That's everybody says that here. I don't know what I don't know what to say. I like it. Um, I yeah, it's there. You go, Matt Mattiani, pro cop. On. Yep, okay. yep, pro cop on. So so then she's like Dawson hits her with the like when I saw you with that lipstick I was like wow she looks really Damn. pretty and my nah. feelings went nowhere beyond that <laughs> Yeah and and then she's like okay well fuck this and How much he, do you think like, this is the friendship He's like he's like this no. is the only thing that makes sense to me this way and then and then he's like I'll tell you anything you know we're so close I'll tell you anything and <laughs> she's like well because she's like, you know, I, I won't be staying over this friendship. It's different now forever. 
Childhood like, is over. We're now is, adults. We're 15 years old. We are adults now. Right. They look like adults. Um, this, <laughs> this, this friend, you know, it's always, and, and he, she's like, no, no. He's like, no, no, you, you can still, I'll, I want to tell, tell, tell you everything. everything. I'll tell you anything. And then she, she in extreme Joey fashion, which is honestly make, I want to watch the show for more. Joey just says the weirdest fucking thing you've ever heard, <laughs> uh, which is how, how often do you walk the dog? Uh, or like, like when, you know what I'm saying? Like when, what time of when the day? When and how often do you walk often, your dog? Which is the thing where you like, immediately you're like, oh, I guess in 19, I forgot like in 1992, there was the light, the, the act that was passed. So you couldn't say masturbate on television or jerk off is that or whatever true? it would be. No. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think these things happen. Yeah, they do. We live in the Puritan you're right, they country. Do. You're, yeah. right, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Also, it's the it is in that it's in that specific thing of it's, it's exactly like how on certain TV channels you cannot say the word kill. It, like that word is like, and you'll notice that on like Nickelodeon, you'll be like, take care of him, make sure yeah. he doesn't come back. They cannot say the word kill. But also, it's just, this is, it's me saying that thing, which is the exact right person to say the ex- that exact thing for someone to be like, is this real? Yeah. <laughs> you got to be careful with my, that my, responsibility, Ian. Yeah. <laughs> my, my test of the, like, I could tell anyone that. You could, I could tell, tell anyone anything this, about TV <laughs> and movies. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, last, like, I was the person last night who referenced the film Four Brothers and then talked about, like, yeah, you know, the Four Brothers and said to them all, and it was just like... Manhattan, like, just Brooklyn, Queens. So then... So she leaves. So the, she so like no, no. So he says, so says good night. Yeah. And there's which, a sweltering of, of dramatic music. She's going to go for cannot. a crazy boat ride of angst down the well, creek. Well, because, yeah. because he wouldn't tell her off and he masturbates. So yeah. there's all this drama. <laughs> and you're like, wow, what a weird way to end this episode. I guess teens are wild. And she's gotten in a rowboat. I cannot stress enough. She she's takes in a, a rowboat, rowboat to her friend's unties, house. She gets, she gets on a ladder. <laughs> She climbs on a ladder. And this is extreme video game window. shit. Like video, this like is, just like how do you get you there? You have to climb down the ladder. Where, no, this is you <laughs> playing a, a video game where I'm like, there's a door, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> I'd rather use the ladder. I want to sail. You jump out the window. <laughs> you jump out I the might, window. You've stolen a fi- boat. I might find a diamond on the way there. I don't know. There's no. there's some materials here that I need, so I'll take the boat back. So she gets in the she gets in the boat. The music is swelling. 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 It, it, swelling. It, it's not the only thing. Uh, Dawson <sighs> sticks his head out the window and shouts, says, "Joey, usually Joey. in the mornings to to Katie Kirk, <laughs> or usually in the mornings to Katie Kirk." You're like, whoa. And, and then, then she smiles the biggest fucking smile. She's so happy. She's so happy that he told him about what he masturbates. She's so relieved. It's just the end of this. is like the happiest. Like, <laughs> I wrote, I wrote, this show is major key Twin Peaks. Like, <laughs> if, if all of the music into Twin Peaks was in a major key, this, this is. This is what camp is, right? This is, this is camp. I guess so. Just like oh the tears God. streaming down her face as she's in her rowboat and starts <laughs> rowing. 
<laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> She's like, wow, Katie Couric. It's okay. played so seriously. And like, ah! It's not, it's not even played serious. It's played uplifting. Like, this earnest. is, the, when, it's so this is when Harry met Sally and he comes running in and is like, when you I meet so when you to Katie Couric in like, the morning! <laughs> Everything's gonna be okay. <laughs> Michelle Williams is Michelle Williams is laying in her bed. She's like, "Why did he shout in the mornings with Katie Couric?" <laughs> yeah, she, can, she can fucking. What does hear that it. mean? Is Dad is down. Stroke? Dad is downstairs. Like, why did my son just shout? Oh, oh, why did my special needs son just shout? I masturbated in the morning to Katie Couric. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't again. He doesn't know the masturbating part of it. All he knows is in the mornings with Katie. Yeah. That's what okay. everyone hears. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. We don't because to <laughs> the other enough. person, they're like, "What on earth would that be the answer to?" <laughs> so People that, just walk in like, "Did someone just shout Katie Couric?" <laughs> but that's not the end of the episode. The end of the no. episode is 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 fucking Katie Holmes looks over to see. Bob with a soft B and mom making out in the car. Again, Scandal. I just need to keep stressing this. She sees this from her rowboat. <laughs> <laughs> and looks up. Is Dawson still in the window? No. He doesn't know. She is carrying this information now. Roll credits. So that, I mean, well, it's about time for the break. But yeah, that wraps up. I think that we're all in agreement that we are uh, extremely in on the show. No. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the shit kicks off. Oh, you, <laughs> you're fucked up. What is wrong with you? I, do, I watched it. I was like, Matt's gonna watch this whole show. <laughs> but, yeah, it was great. I mean, it's like uh, it's good. I I'm definitely late to teen dramas. Like I kind of got I got into that through Riverdale, or like really through Friday Night Lights and then through Riverdale. But like, never saw a lot of the classics. And this is like the classic. And I'm like, oh yeah, they're doing the thing. Like this is where the thing started. Uh, and I think it, that's really cool. This is this is the Beatles to me. Well, it's not where it starts, like because there's also like Nine or Two One Zero, as I mentioned, and stuff before. The, but like this is like for our generation, like the yeah, first time yeah, you yeah. probably became aware of the concept of a teen drama was Dawson's, Dawson's Creek. Creek right. Is very much one of those shows that when I was younger, because you know it comes out when I'm six and it ends when I'm eleven or something like that. Yes. When I was a kid, I was like, why would anyone ever watch that? That seems terrible. Ooh, no, that's that's a bad show. And now that I'm no, uh, 29 show. years old, I watch this show and I'm like, Kicks fuck ass. yeah, this fucking rules. Also, I'm <laughs> Dawson. I didn't. We talked about yes. this. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the Spielberg room. Last night at the Christmas exchange, I gave a friend, uh, the, the person I had, I gave him The Thousand Autumns of Jacob DeZote by David Mitchell. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, yeah. I've heard good things about this book. This is the guy that wrote the new Matrix film, right? And then I like pulled the chair over and I was like, listen, <laughs> are you ready? Are you ready? And then I watched, and then we watched this finale and they were like, are you ready for the meta commentary? Yes. Yeah. Uh, have, Kevin Williamson's have new either nightmare. of you guys seen the Scream sequels? No, nor have I, nor have I seen New Nightmare. Uh, but think, like, because this is absolutely. That. And he wrote, and he wrote Scream, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come yeah we ta- Travis, right. we talked about that a little. Sorry, I was like looking at my phone for like the first <laughs> I, well, hour I of this podcast. Long, I know I was, we did have a longer I break a lot than going we on. Do. Yeah, I've no, been like so, packing. Um, yeah, yeah, this, no, this so, was uh, very. It, it didn't feel like Scream One. It felt like Scream Three. I also one of the best things that happens with this podcast is when we get to watch a finale where they're like, 
time jump and we don't know what like the impetus is was. that like mandatory yeah. on wb for them to yes. do that does gilmore girls do this no gilmore girls just has the follow-up where you know yeah. you get mm-hmm. a time jump but no because it's, it's great that all of them have that just like here is the show what we must have left on some big pivotal moment Joey yeah. must have come to some conclusion between Pacey or, you know, and, and Dawson or like, you know, turned them both down and then ran away. And then we get to pick up five years later. But for us, we're just like, yo, I keep thinking it's just a fan service thing where it's just like people love an epilogue. They want to know. Do they you know how they ended up? I don't know. Some people I do. never like this is you can do. You can do the fanfic for them or whatever and, yeah. this, and they did it by pairing these characters and by of course killing jen the character they all hated i assume based on <laughs> based on this also i had no idea that this is where michelle williams came from i never I, knew yeah, was on this i vaguely knew katie holmes was we gotta talk about we gotta talk about vanderbeek what we talk like, about know talk his about career very well uh, like other than the meme well here's from the, the show he looks like he's James 43 Van- years old in the second episode. He, he looks like the- Mac tonight also, which was the other okay, issue. He's okay, got a guys, long You're jumping on this all. Because <laughs> <laughs> the thing I was like, here's what I want to talk about with Vanderbeek. Yeah. Seems like a nice guy. Seems pretty likable. He is handsome, but in an interesting way. He's umami. He has, he's- he has a lot of <laughs> face. He is umami. He's got a lot of face. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, if you like a long-faced man, there's nothing wrong. The thing that Every okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna body shame a different cast member man. on this show. The I was reading that is Joshua Jackson, the name of the kid who plays yes. Pacey. Yeah, that yes. Kevin Williamson face. wanted him to play Dawson, or they wanted him to play Dawson. He was like, "This guy's too good-looking to be the underdog," and that was the most normal-looking man I've ever seen. Yeah, like truly Travis, the most just a guy actor I've ever seen on is, TV. This is this is one of those moments where there is somebody who is listening and they're like, "What?" Ladies I was watching love. with a straight woman who also was like, "None of these people are." That Ladies t- love Joshua Jackson. Why? Like, he's Diane talks. Kruger's ex partner, yeah. dude. What? Wa- yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to karate chop him right in the fucking face. I hate this fucking guy. He sounds the whole time like he's trying to do like a Fraser style upper class accent, but he doesn't quite get there it's like he's canadian is that oh. it it's okay his whole cadence was i was like what is wrong with the way this guy's speaking yeah, and now what he's married he to, to jody turner smith like good for him no good for the him lady, no, the I, ladies if you look love up his, him if you've been on his wikipedia page he actually he is a good looking man like current day but he looks like dog shit in this show i mean they did a good job making him look like a 15 year old yeah like, that he, is also he, like, true. He, he has like the fucking pepperoni pizza face in the He's first episode that. everyone's everyone's wearing a kind of ill-fitting polo shirt like yeah. throughout like they did a good new, new england teens in this era yeah so what's fun with this is yeah so we open with the show right with a show within the show that's just called the creek aka where stab if you've seen oh, the Scream films. The scream. Yeah, scream. Okay. Yes. Uh, yeah. This dude I've always heard. does the he same thing. the TV Tropes page. He has a type. Because, yeah, this is just the, like, I'm going to make the show within the show about the show I've made. This is yeah. now a very meta thing. Dawson is me. I made, I inspired, Dawson was based on me. And now we're going to have him saying dialogue from the first episode back and be like, what are you talking about? What do you mean that they won't clear us for masturbation? And we have to, they, the censor suggested walk m- your dog. But yeah, so he's, he's now, uh, it's, you know, it's five years later. He's in Hollywood. He's running this television show called The Creek that is just Dawson's Creek. It's just in there. 
Yeah. And I love that. I love how stupidly meta this gets. It's stab. Maybe going super meta, it should be uh, on the whenever I finalize the uh, the bingo board. But just a stupidly meta, like to the point where you know we, we see that this is the show, and we're shown then that Joey is watching it with her boyfriend, played by Jeremy Sisto. Fucking Andrew so. Dice Clay ass dude. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Sisto is Andrew Dice Clay looking dude. The way that he talks. <laughs> It's just because he's from New York. Yeah, it's like yeah. a New Yorker. <laughs> like this Wearing a leather jacket. Italian and guy. Gener- and like, I don't know. Seems like kind of a shitty dude, but like as a character. Did he ever once wear a leather jacket in his scenes? I thought he was thought just wearing like a t-shirt. Oh, he, he left his leather shoes on when they make out on the couch. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I love them, you know, because they're talking about the show because she's, you know, crying at this moment because she's reliving her life as she's watching this. And Jeremy Sisto is a writer, a serious author, and is making fun of her for this. And he's like, it has a spell over you every Wednesday at eight o'clock, <laughs> which is the Dawson's <laughs> Creek time slot. It rocks. The, we meet we meet one of the characters who shows up in the credits and we're like, who the fuck is that? And it turns out he's a pig fucker. So that's interesting. Um, <laughs> oh, because you're talking about um, David the, Cameron, the, sh- uh, <laughs> the sheriff. I'm talking about oh, okay. Principal Honey himself. Oh, from uh, Riverdale? Josh? Jack? What's his name? Yeah, Jack? Jack. Jack? Yeah. Is it Jack? You see the Riverdale principal that jumps out the window? No. He's the he's the really uptight dude who shows who yes. like imposes okay, all the rules yes. later. Yes, I remember now. Okay, wait. How does this always fuck how does it always fucking come back to that goddamn fucking television show? Jack McPhee, played by Kerr Smith. Yes, so it is Jack. Steve Kerr Smith. And they, they have a little cute, they introduce, the, we, we get an introduction to him, at least, uh, though we, yeah. I'm assuming the audience knows, but like, uh, we get an introduction where he like gets pulled over in a fake way by his pig boyfriend who like thinks it's like cute to do that for some reason. And it's like, maybe I'll let you go. Maybe I'll murder you because I'm an instrument of the fascist state. And uh, instead it's like, I love you, honey, or whatever. It's pretty weird. Is that going to be your thing for this whole episode when we have to talk about this character? What? There's no thing. It's just true. I just no, I know, but it's just like it's just going to change the tenor of talking about it at the end, where it's like, and then this gay couple decides to adopt their dead friend's child, and you're like, a fucking pig here that's doing that. I was like, okay, yeah. I, the child is adopted by a monster. Good luck to that baby. I cried multiple times at this episode. It really got me. Yeah, it's sad when a yeah. child is adopted by monster. You wish you could step in and do something about it. Sorry about Pete and Chaston's child. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, you know, this is Jack, who is the other one in this crowd, but he seems to be fully like the tertiary member because at the end, when they're looking at the photo, it's only the four. Yeah, it's the it's the romantic triangle and and Jen. There's no photo with Jack in there. But Jen, but yeah. he. He and Jen are apparently soulmates. A lot of talk about soulmates. Yeah. A lot of talk. About, who guys, is your soulmate? You guys got takes on soulmates? Like, is that a real thing? Like, no, it's dumb. Wow. Uh, I think it's totally fine. I have no issues with it, really. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's one of those things where it's like, doesn't matter. You know? You want to call yourself soulmates? Hell yeah. Go for it. I, too, believe in the transformative and redemptive power of love. And I think yeah. it's sweet. 
you know? And I like that this one's also like, yeah, let's, we're soulmates, but that doesn't mean that we'd work out dating, like, or married or anything yeah. like that, you know? This show's I'm really big for, you. like, for, like, uh, like, lithromantics or, like, all the people, all the, the Ron Min people means. from the, you I know, the people got mad at me when I was on the college newspaper. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, those were the ones that were, like, it's like being super best friends. That was the lithromantics, I believe. You don't, you don't have to bring it back to terrible internet communities, man. <laughs> you know, it's fine. You know, in the grand scheme of things, like, terrible Tumblr communities were a lot better than the terrible internet communities we have now. But, like, I don't know. This show just seemed very predictive of a lot of that sort of view of human relationships uh, in a way you don't see very often. Like, particularly the Dawson-Joey relationship and everything. Yeah. I think the Dawson, Joey, Pacey relationship nowadays, you're just like, I guess that you should just be a polycule. That'll just solve true. what's going on here. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't think Dawson and Joey work out romantically. I don't, th- I don't think that works. I love that they're like chill about it too. It's, yeah. it's a good, it seems like a good, healthy adult friendship. Yeah. That is weird. It, it, like, I do want to see though what happens to like whoever Dawson winds up with. When she meets Joey, no, Dawson's like, cursed, oh. man. Like he's never. I don't. I don't think he's gonna find somebody on on any kind of level of closeness. Luckily, so he's successful. Pacey. Well, he's back in town. Uh, it's you know he's he's now graduate. He's like tw- what twenty eight and running a television show. <laughs> like I guess it's. I think so. The show. It's the show starts when they're fifteen. I think they're. I think they'd be like 25 based on the show timeline because it's a five-year time skip for a show yeah. that ran six seasons. So they're 26. I don't know. Whatever. They're mid-20s, like folks. Lena Dunham ass. God. Making a show about yourself. Yeah. But yeah, so he, he's, he's back because his mom is getting remarried. Of course, we don't know lots of things. But Travis, you want to tell us what happened to Dawson's dad? Because I know you. Love oh it. boy! Well, the greatest <laughs> the greatest scene in the history of television happened to Dawson's dad, because and this was yeah previously all I knew about Dawson's Creek when Dawson his father got in a fight that ended with Dawson going I hate you dad and like storming out Dawson's dad went to his favorite ice cream stand where he'd always go to get some ice cream and he gets it to go and drives which is an insane thing to do with an ice cream cone in the first place. <laughs> Just fucking eat it at the place and like have a nice walk or something. Yeah. And what's up? Matt, have you ever eaten an ice cream cone behind the wheel of a car? 100%. <laughs> I, well, I like, well here's the thing. Can. is That's a dangerous idea because what happens is, <laughs> of course, you start the radio on and they start playing the Doobie Brothers, Give Me the Beat, Boys. And he starts singing along and he tries to air drum a little bit and then his ice cream falls off the cone. And while driving, he attempts to scoop it back up. It's unclear what he's doing with ice cream in a way that doesn't work with solid with normal solid food. Uh, but he ice cream bends over solid. to pick. Uh, yes, but like compared to like if you dropped like a fucking French fry on the ground, it's yeah, a no, different right? ball so game. Just, attempting to clean just, it up. I just need to let you know <laughs> that technically it is a solid and not a liquid. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, he bends over to try and like scoop up car floor ice cream that hopefully he's Ugh. not going to eat later and then well as we he know gets he's not going to eat it later yes. <laughs> well, well hopefully he wasn't planning to eat it later because then he gets back up and then you see the headlights going in and you hear a truck like horn honking and then the credits roll and he died <laughs> could you he's imagine dead. having seen that scene in you know 2000 or whatever and having to wait a week 
Oh my god! I was so I watched it again last night because I was like, I gotta watch this. Yeah, because you can't finish because I knew because I know we're gonna talk about it. And just like half the YouTube comments are like, I cried so hard when this happened. Like this is such an emotional. (laughs) It's half that and half like, man, the writers must have hated this guy (laughs) or whatever. Like (laughs) I cannot believe like this was so extra. Like all that or um. My favorite is just like this must have been written by the same people who did the One Tree Hill dog heart yeah, scene. Absolutely, uh, the we other greatest scene in television history. We got to do that one. <laughs> and then famously, yeah, like it was, you know, here's where I guess I can talk about Clone High because that one of my favorite shows, which we'll probably never do because it's a 13 episode series that's getting rebooted. Question mark. Uh, like their whole thing was parodying shows like Dawson's Creek. So watching this, I got a lot of like, oh, I understand. Like in the first episode, I mean, I was obliquely knew that it was but like there's a shot of like gandhi standing in a paddle boat in in the water and there's a lot of like stuff on 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 uh decks or whatever yeah. the yeah and uh, docks. Docks. docks that's the word i'm looking for thank you i really Jeez. that was really running away from me um <laughs> and like, like and like all the music cues like the amount of like not just that there's like music playing, but like licensed lyrical music yeah. playing like over dialogue, like it's very common on that. But like they talked about uh, like the Dawson's dad scene directly inspired them for how they killed Ponce de Leon and his only appearance on the show where he, uh, he he's like a cool badass guy who keeps littering everywhere. And he's Joan played of Arc, by, he's played um, by Luke Perry. Um, uh, and, and, and yeah, and Joan of Arc is like, li- like you gotta stop littering. He's like, what's littering gonna do? Kill me? And then she walks away, and then wind blows. Uh, does like a six pack uh, holder thing, and he's like, hands get cuffed by that, and then. Uh, a bunch of candy wrappers give him like blow in his face and give him paper cuts and then a Ziploc bag falls on his head and he or, like goes around his head and then he slips on another wrapper like hits his head on a rock and just like suffocates in his own blood in the bag well it, it, I, I so funny it pretty well I'm like this is very uh, the type of death that happens to like a character from like cartel violence of the like yeah. Yeah. bag over your head filling with your own blood yes well, can I talk about how much worse, demonstrably worse, the music drops are in this finale than they were in the in the pilot? Absolutely, like, the years so really bad. show, man. Like, although we didn't need tub thumping three times, and no, yes, we did. I don't know, no, uh, you're not enough. The music um, left something to be desired on this episode. Yeah. And I had high hopes because the first, because the pilot just was fucking awesome with its drops. We get fucking arms of an angel in this one. Are you kidding me? It was so I, weird seeing that and not having a one-eyed cat on the screen or anything. Yeah. I was also like, is this actually arms of an angel? I can't uh, tell what's going yeah. on Th- here. I think this it is the second like appearance, appearance of arms of an angel making Sarah McLaughlin. And as you know, all star. <laughs> <laughs> this is a whole I, show yeah. of uh, stuff that was playing on the radio in my mom's car on the way to school core. Hell like, yeah. It's it's cafe mustache karaoke core. Yeah. So, anyways, Dawson's mom is getting married, so he's back. He's got what I can imagine is a half sister, and she's sure. like, "Dawson, I just got Annie Hall on DVD. Do you want to watch it?" And you're like, "Careful, careful." An eight-year-old watching Annie Hall <laughs> is how you wind up with an Ian Benson. <laughs> <laughs> you already yeah. got one of I those. I mean, you in shouldn't expose eight-year-olds to Woody Allen in general. You really um, shouldn't expose people to Woody Allen. But <laughs> so yeah, um, uh, Jen. Uh, she's got a kid now. Mm-hmm. And the father is not in the picture. 
and she runs an art gallery in Soho. And Jack, who we talked about earlier, is an English teacher at Cape Side High in a relationship with Doug the Sheriff, who is Pacey's brother. Oh, missed that somehow. Uh, oh, I had to double check okay, because... Okay. Also, like, Doug the Sheriff, one... it makes sense that that guy also was a soap opera star person because much like in Dark Shadows, this dude's jawline is out of control. <laughs> This is insane. That's a real person. This is the this is the picture of Dorian Gray come to life. Like he's just stepped right out, and you're just like Jesus Christ. You can have a jaw like that. That should be legal. You could cut a stone on this. Uh, Yeah. I use that jaw to sharpen my knives. And you know, like it's just uh, it's it's you know they're 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 reunited. Pacey, you know, he's now he's the one who didn't leave. He's still in town, and he's running the Ice House, which, you know, is an important spot for Travis and I, of course. <laughs> of course. And all fine students of the College of Worcester. <laughs> Love the Ice House. Uh, I'm much more of a Gary's man, but also, just because you keep talking about Pacey, uh, I'm just currently looking to see if there was ever an episode called Pacey at the Bat. Um, uh, please carry on. I thought you were just going to say, just because we're talking about, or we were talking about him, you've just been texting everyone to be like, it's Joshua Jackson attractive, please weigh in immediately. <laughs> but if you look at this fucking cocaine addicted restaurant owner guy in the show, who's just slamming broads it. left and right, like this guy uh, looks like shit. Fucking Virginia Madsen. And I'm like, Virginia Madsen was in this. <laughs> that makes sense to me. I'm sad we didn't we didn't get any busy Phillips. She's not is she in, unless yeah. she's in the first part of this. No, no busy Phillips. We were promised. There are no busy. episodes called Pacey at the bat. I'm disappointed. To say. Damn, he never tried baseball. I wish you hadn't come up with that. <laughs> Can we skip to Pacey getting thrown through a table by a group of well, dudes? Before we get to that, we should okay, talk about cool. the now I know why his face got fucked up again because <laughs> I was wondering <laughs> that. Yeah, because they they all, they reunite, and that, I just like the Everybody's scene so where it's just... Everybody's so depressed at this fucking reunion, man. <laughs> they're sitting around, they're talking about their lives, they're saying wild things to each other because they've had a few beers, so it's this thing where um, Jen looks like Dawson, and she's like, remember when I de-virginized you? Uh, and they're all just like... <laughs> what is that, what? a Judas Yo. Priest song? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the word she said. It was very much yeah, something where like... Yeah, de-virginized is un- the word. Okay, I couldn't remember if it was D or un... D Virgin was uh, uh, like Nickelback for the Lions recently. So, huh. poor guy, you, you got D-virginized. Poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> what it was, does that mean? You like blow a tackle, probably considering <laughs> yeah, the right. Lions secondary play. Yes. D-virginized. You just stand there. I mean, and just in let a the guy if you, if you blew a tackle, you would. I mean, oh. would that count as being D-virginized? Oh. Depends, on, depends on your Whoa. definition of virginity. I'm talking. <laughs> And he blew that tackle. Whoa. Uh, the censors came back. Actually, they prefer if you said he blew a tackle. <laughs> but yeah, so they, uh, uh, they're they sitting around. I just like it, you know, because they're, they're talking about how their lives have gone in interesting ways and on interesting ways. And Pacey's like, yeah, I mean, I'm still here. Who knows? I don't know. Just absolute just misery all day, every day. You know, I hate this. And, uh. And and so you know Jack's like, well, I'm gonna take Jen home because she's you know stay or she's like staying in town for this wedding. So he like picks her up and carries her away, and she's like, you're the best friends I've ever had. I love you guys. And you're like, ah. And she throws up on this his person's. Back. This person's drunk. She's just happy that they're all back together. There's nothing tragic going on. No, no, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. 
You know, this is what it's just like post COVID. But before yeah. we get to the second part of COVID, that's what I'm going to be that's like. Right. Yeah, Jen Christmas just parties. had long COVID. That's all. She's God. Mm. How a bunch of people are going to be in a few years? Can't wait. And so yeah, Pacey and Joey and and Dawson are all there, like chatting. And Joey's like, "Well, I'm going to get going." And, and Dawson's like, "I can walk you back." She's like, "No, no, I've I've got heights." You know, it's all right. And she like she gets like maybe four steps away when then Pacey's like, "That woman." they don't make ones like it. It's just like, she's in earshot dog. Be fucking cool, dude. <laughs> yeah. But she fucking knows. She loves this shit, man. They did that in the first episode too. In the video store. Like they're just yeah. like blabbing openly about like, check out this hot dame who just walked it. who's five feet away. <laughs> like, check Where's out the milk of the year over here. So, you know, they, they're like, you know, they're, they're like, uh, this romantic triangle between us, boy, it really is weird. And we speak so open and frank about it. This dialogue, it's great and cool, and I love i love when people don't sound like people. Much like Dawson, I, too, reject reality. Sometimes and I like uh, when people don't sound like people. They have their moment as, like, Dawson's, like, helping clean up, and Pacey's like, I got this. You get out of here. This is, this is my place. I got to get my fucking ass kicked. Get out of here. Yeah, you got to go see about a girl, and I got to get my face beaten in because I'm sleeping with uh, a married woman, and I, I desperately need to get my life together. Yeah. Uh, so uh, <laughs> we'll talk about the table throwing because this is not a show I expected to see somebody get thrown <laughs> right. through a table. Let's be honest. <laughs> from from a tier above, like from a up upper balcony down <laughs> to a lower level through a table. <laughs> yeah, he like steps outside and the husband shows up and he's just like, "Oh, we're closed," and he's like, "That's not why I'm here." And he's like, "Ah, yeah, you're here because I'm." Because I'm stooping uh, your wife. I'm beast with two backs. Yeah, <laughs> is that why? And then like another guy shows up. He's like, we don't need all of them. I'm drunk. You can take me alone. And he's like, it's not fun that way. At first, I thought they were going to burn down the restaurant. That would have <laughs> like, counted as a destruction of the main set, as far as I'm concerned. And yeah, no, I would have gotten sure. a B-I-N-G-O. But they did but not. Yeah, so they, Instead, they beat the shit out of him. Yeah, Pacey like punches the guy, tries to run. They grab him. They throw him into a table. And then they uh, pick him up and punch him a few times in the stomach and then start kicking him. And I think, holy shit, is Pacey going to die? Yeah. But no, 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 no. There's somebody else who's going to die. Yep. Because Jen's got a heart condition. Big yawn. Woo! She's been hiding this, you know. And it's just so dramatic to to have us. She's got a one-year-old. It's very sad. It's... It's like, I don't know, it just got to me, man. <laughs> if this happened in real life, it would be sad. Yeah, yeah, but I was just like, oh, that's some dumb TV shit. <laughs> like, I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, and? And? We get another great, you know, moment in the in the room with uh, Joey now, you know, of advanced age, 27 or whatever we determine she is, <laughs> trying to go up the ladder and then tripping and falling. And we're like, fuck, I think I broke my ankle. This is bad. Twenty-seven. Like, yeah. What are you? Yeah. What are you doing here? And she's like, oh, you know, just uh, was feeling nostalgic. Thought we'd chat, and you know, they talk about their lives and how they're living their dreams, but it's all kind of empty, and dreams change. And Dawson's like, I'm just a hack who makes a TV show. I wanted to be Spielberg. Now we won't take my meetings. <laughs> uh, and they're like, we should sleep in the same bed again together. 
because we're adults and that's going to go well. That's great. And then yeah. they Dude is crawl fucking into bed. rock hard. All, well, you, but you know what's the good thing? It's restrained because he's, he's sleeping in fucking clothed. jeans. Yeah. <laughs> he's sleeping in jeans. That's psychopathic. That has to be what like a thing. That'd be a thing now that you see as like an Instagram like grind tip or whatever. Like sleep in <laughs> jeans so when you wake up, you're ready for your day. God. If like <laughs> I've I've like I've certainly slept in jeans as a child. I've definitely, you know, what? taken a nap. Yeah, I guess. But I haven't been like, here I am, time for bed. Let me just crawl into my bed fully clothed. Let me get under the sheet and Let me keep get, my yeah. jeans like, if, if he was, like, on top of the bed, I'd be like, I guess he's got, like... He's really yeah, tired. He, he's yeah, really but, tired. He just conked out. You know, that happens. It's happened. No, they're, they're like, fully awake, having a conversation, fully clothed. Then they just get into bed. I, I don't know about you. I, it takes me a while on. to fall he asleep. He is wearing jeans. Well, everyone in TV sleeps with a bra on. That's true. It's an alternate universe where that's really the main thing. Where women do that. Yeah. People ever. love that. Where yeah. People just love that. Just seeing someone put like, well, of course I've got a top sheet. I'm not a sociopath. As he slides between those silk sheets wearing <laughs> Levi's dresses. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah, I've this said, was bury deranged. me in jeans before, but this is this was oh my god! Yeah, and then Dawson has a dream in a which dream they weirdly is, like do the, is this a real recap of the show? I have Matt. I want it to be so bad because yeah. at one point when she says or when he says, and then I convinced you to turn to your dad in for trafficking cocaine, and you said you'd never speak to me again. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, this what? is fucking sick. What? And then, I, honestly, this felt very Riverdale. I'm sorry, Ian, but like, that, like right. they do love in Riverdale to be like, here's a list of the things that's happened in the last four episodes. And when you I, list them off like this, it's fucking insane. I love that. I love that. I mean, that's why um, the, the episode with, uh, with Frank Grimes is one of the best Simpsons episodes where he's like, you went to space. You had a number one record. <laughs> just lists all of these things Homer had done in previous episodes. And he's just like, well, yeah, you know, love that. He's just like, you, you have melted my brain. I'm so mad. You just hit me with your Grammy, and now I'm enraged. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then he wakes up from this dream where they were getting married, uh, and uh, finds a note that just says, you know, see you later, Joey. And you're just like, damn. She damn. hit you with the note, bro. Oh. Yeah. You gotta feel real low in life when you wake up in your childhood bed wearing jeans <laughs> and you find a note from the woman who went. <laughs> but also, you find a note from the woman who slept next to you. That's just. That's just. She's gone. Like you gotta be like, oh boy. Yeah, I need to reevaluate that would be my life. The first day of the rest of my life for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, boy, this has been rough. And then you see your friend Pacey, and he's he's just been beating the shit out of <laughs> at your mom, and he shows up for like that at your mom's wedding. And you're just like, I got to get my life together, but that guy extra has to get his life together. <laughs> Pacey walking over wearing Ray-Bans, looking like a corpse, looking like he's he's Bernie in Weekend at Bernie's yeah. as he walks over and is like, are those painkillers? Because I could use one. And everyone is just like, oh, Pacey, you dog. So bingo board, um, wedding, death. Uh, yeah. total, Jen so, at the many, wedding. so many pilot we, callbacks. We missed the baby being born, but like it's a new yeah. baby. Yeah, for the show. that's kind of yeah, yeah. It's it's a, sort of a gray area on that one. But yeah, Jen collapses at the wedding, and 
her grandmother is just like, she needs an ambulance. She's not well. In fact, she's very, very sick. Don't waste time and call that ambulance. Dawson, I know you're very confused, but we need the ambulance. <laughs> oh, and, all, and also and Parley like, oh uh, kisses Joey at the wedding. Also important. Yeah, and uh, so that's the end of the first of the, the two-parter. Because then it picks up with them in the hospital, right? That's what's going on yeah. there, Travis? Yes. Uh, so they, they, they're in the hospital, and Grandma's just like, no, it's fine. It's just, it's a, it's a minor heart thing. It's fine. They, she's had it her whole life. They didn't know until she had the baby. It's fine. It's fine. Spoilers, it's not fine. Yeah, it really happens uh, fast. Uh, like, they don't waste a lot of know. time. Like, why, why even include the it's fine part? Just to uh, just to, to eat up the clock because they had a two part finale, yeah. to make people feel worse about it all. Mm. Also, they decide like you know, okay, you know we gotta we gotta spend our time with her, and and Jen is just like you're not allowed to cry. I I've been bad at everything at life. Maybe I'll be good at dying. And you're like, D- damn, dude, that's that's some dark heavy shit. Okay, <laughs> and she's like, and I'm gonna go out. Maybe I can go out laughing. That'd be nice. But you can't cry. If you come cry in the hospital room, I will kick you out of the hospital room, which is unfair, but I respect it. Maybe she shouldn't uh, have fucking arms of an angel playing in the background the whole time. <laughs> nah, dude. I, she listen, was outside Matt, the hospital when that happened. But also, Matt, if you were dying and you were like, you can't cry in the hospital room, but then like purposely set up situations to attempt to, to make us cry, <laughs> that'd be pretty fucking funny. <laughs> Extremely <laughs> sad songs going all the time. The whole time. You pointedly being like, I mean, well, I guess I'll never know that part. You're just <laughs> listening to fucking a crow looked at me is just playing or whatever, <laughs> and just be like, they let us put, they let us pick our own music here when they're doing you know procedures. When you're dying, and I was like, this Phil Evram guy, he's pretty cute. Maybe he and I'll have a ten <laughs> minute wedding. That, yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll have a ten minute wedding or whatever. You know? Yeah, and a, a brief marriage that you know brought together by grief ultimately didn't work out, but was nice to have. She does then hit them with some cool shit to do as she's dying, where she's basically like, uh, Pacey and and Dawson and Joey, my dying wish is that you guys need to sort this shit out. Yeah. <laughs> like, every every combo of the three of you needs to bang one more time. And, and then you can figure out what's the best configuration. Can you imagine her looking at them and she's like, guys... My dying wish is you have a devil's threesome. <laughs> I want you to Eiffel Tower Joey right here in this hospital room. Oh, oh she has to watch? <laughs> or yeah. she gets to watch? I guess. She wants really to watch. A matter of perspective. She requested it. <laughs> Would you do that for your dying friend? No. Jesus says. No, no, no. I'm just like, Absolutely that not. Like, I'll see you in hell. Get out of here. <laughs> 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 See you in another life. Goodbye. <laughs> it's wild. It's just wild. I, but I do love that. Just like Joey, you deserve happiness, and clearly it's going to be with one of these two guys. So you got to break up with the New York boy and then get this together. And then she's like, you know, I, I did break up with the New York boy, and he was mostly like, mm, okay, yeah, I get it. I see, you know. And then she, and then he, you know, she, uh, Jen is like nothing. Nothing outrageous, you know, no big sweeping motion gestures. Isn't he supposed to be a writer? And she's just like, well, he did say loving is brief and forgetting is so long. Or whatever the exact quote is. And she's like, oh, my God, that's beautiful. And then then Katie Holmes, Joey, is mad that this is a quote from Pablo Neruda. Like, 
Girl, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to deal with that if you get involved with any English imagery boy. She, her favorite yeah. song on home video was definitely Brando. Um, and I don't know. What they should have done <laughs> is uh, Dawson's movie that he winds up making with Spielberg should have Tom Cruise in it. And then Joey goes and visits the set and the sparks fly from there. That'd be the 2006 meta version of this epilogue. Uh, but he's done with Cruise at this point, right? I mean, yeah, but just like... No, I know, I know what you're saying, but it's like... Because they, they had the three films? Three? Or War of the two? Worlds like 04, so it's like very close. War of the Worlds, Minority Report. I guess it's just the two. For some reason, I was like, there's a third. He uh, didn't play uh, the BFG? No, his current news <laughs> played the BFG. You know this. Mark Rylance. A period where he's like, oh man, we gotta make this uh, North Irish actor like... Uh, Got to get him an Oscar. You know, this guy's going to be good. This guy rules. And then you're like, oh, you're kind of a Christoph Waltz. You just play kind of the same dude. And we, when we saw it one time, we're like, this is so exciting. And then the second time I was like, ooh. Weird that Christoph Waltz has two Oscars for the same role. Does he? Well, one of them, he's evil. And one of them, he's good. Hmm. He, Yeah, because he won for Inglorious Bastards. And then he won for Django Unchained. And the oh. only difference is, yeah, in one of those, he's a good Did guy. Did he win for both of those? Yeah, that's he? crazy. Oh yeah, he won. He won Oscar, BAFTA, and Golden Globe for both of them. Yeah. What? And it was just. Yeah, and it was okay. Inglorious Bastards is what, like two thousand nine or something? He's like that? good yes. in that. No question. Yeah, no, he's great. But... And oh my god, I'm so mad. Oh, I just got real mad because he beats Philip Seymour Hoffman for the master. Yikes. <laughs> and Tommy Lee Jones for Lincoln, and I mean, well, duh. Bring you know what Spielberg. I love. Love, love some Tommy Lee Jones, and yeah, and we're back, we're back to, to Stevie S, and we're back to, and so you know, we're just back to Dawson's Creek, where Dawson is, recording, Jen talking to her daughter. Oh yeah, big yawn. And you're like, and they have Damn. that weird thing where she was like, I'm an atheist, and this has been a big part of my character is that I'm an atheist, but you should, you should. I guess be. she doesn't necessarily instruct her to like be religious, but she's like, you need to like be open to that you being gotta a thing, God which in. I guess I kind of get. Sure. You know, you gotta dabble in some God. You gotta have that moment where you're like, maybe I'll read confessions and be like, that was pretty good. Yeah. Just get into Sufjan or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be down to vibe. You know, life's about one thing, Amy, my daughter. It's about hanging. That's, That's all it's about. Only thing that matters. How good a hang you are. At the end of the day, that's what we remember. <laughs> how good you were at hanging. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> we can ju- this we is can the most profound a- thing you've ever said. <laughs> we can dress it up in other ways, but all it is is like, I liked hanging out with that guy. And now yeah. I don't get to do that anymore. And that makes me sad. <laughs> this is wow. the- and now it's turning into Powerful the succession. <laughs> he was a man. No, he is not. <laughs> Goodbye. Love. It reminds me more of Shiv's, uh, Shiv and Tom's wedding when she's like, "You're a good guy, Wamskans. I like hanging out with you." I <laughs> mean, like, genuinely, like it's brutal for her in that moment. But like, if that was, uh, if I got married and that was the wedding speech, I'd be like, I would sob yeah. like Tom did. <laughs> <laughs> that, and everyone would be like, "Wow, she's perfect for him." Yeah, she exactly. got it. Yet. Listen, you know. Speaking of people professing their love for one another, they had a really good scene of hijinks where uh, Joey goes to the the kitchen where uh, where Pacey works and uh, is like trying to confess her love, but keep, people keep barging in. It no. feels right very crazy. It gets dramatic and then stops or gets it's, quiet. It's and right are after like, two hey, when up? Pacey is just like, 
I just want you to be happy. My whole life, I've not done a good job of the whole, like, if you love something, set it free. But for you, I want that. Whether it's that guy in New York, whether it's Dawson, I understand. You got out of here. I didn't get out of here. You know, you live in New York. Dawson's in Los Angeles. You have these lives. I'm still here. I don't want you to have that. You go do whatever it is you want with whoever it is. And I want that for you. And then she's like, yeah, trying to say it. And then it's just like Dawson's mom comes in and hugs them it's both. Like, hey, it's what's like, up? I love you. It's the I most realistic you. scene in either of these episodes, too, of just like, yeah, would you think you can have this conversation? But people are just like, oh, hey. yeah. And, and then like, also where she's like, and then her sister's like, can you grab this plate? Come on. You know, like, bring it in. And then you're like, so she's going to come back. And then she's like, no, the moment passed. I don't. Yeah. I, I can't do that again. I'm sorry. I now have to forever live with this decision because I felt embarrassed, I guess. Uh, well, I mean, I guess I guess we neglected to mention, uh, I was just like, oh, right, yeah, Jen dies while looking at her grandmother. Don't um, care. Big yeah. yawn. Here's my question <laughs> about shows from this <laughs> who era. Care? Who, who care? Just me in the hospital room. <laughs> shows from this era really liked a love triangle, and that's it. And I'm curious yeah. when the switch flipped and people were like, who cares if it's a love triangle? Why make them at least like vampires or something? Like, who, and, you like, know, just a love triangle well, you know, yeah. because they're well, a product oh, of a Matt. more idyllic time. Yeah. When because Matt, the whole theme of the, the show. Switch, when did the switch flip? It's when Kevin Williamson was like, "I'm going to do the romantic triangle, but this time they're vampires." Well, you know what it well, happened. He well, did. But that was also oh. pig- piggybacking on Twilight, which was also a love triangle story. Yeah, but also Twilight's barely a love triangle. Is the it's, thing with Twilight? That's true. It's a product of the end of an idyllic era for young American people. Like, obviously, this crossed over with very bad times, but like, it's still from 1998 originally. Yeah. And like, the whole theme of the show, like, basically, these two episodes, the thing they keep telling Dawson is like, stop trying to manufacture conflict in your perfect life. Like, you are yeah. being such a baby, <laughs> but you're just really, you're fine. Stop being so dramatic. You're and fine. like, that's the like, whole theme of the show. But like, at the time, that was the most dramatic thing that you could come up yeah. with. It was the nineties, yeah. It was it's all very, you know, it's Clinton administration. This is the biggest thing we can comprehend. The love triangle administration. The love triangle. Do you know any love yeah, triangles? Clinton, Clinton, Monica, and Hillary. In your real life? In I know, life? I've only known one. Do I know a good one? I mean, Ian, I feel like you would know any of the same ones that I do if I but I can't. Think or, of yeah, any like in theory ones. I would know the ones between When's the last yeah, time there was some serious drama like that. I, I went to such a it, small I've been high part school. Of one for sure. You'd have thought there'd be one. I because I, I just was thinking about this where it's like so common in fiction. I yeah. I there was the one that Matt you you came up with, and that's the only one I can think of where it is like a full romantic triangle, and it also has the added then element of of uh, the 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 two female members of that both being LGBTQ in some capacity. So then it could add that additional wrinkle yeah. of it. It's a very modern yeah. love triangle. But I couldn't think of any ones where it's like, this person was with this person, but then with this person, and those people were friends, and then she got back with that other person or something like that. Like, I can't think. Maybe, yeah, who knows? Maybe in my life, I've unwittingly been part of a love triangle where, like, yeah, like, one person, one person's really into you, and you're just not even aware of that happening. And you're like, oh, I thought I were- don't even know if that qualifies, though, that as no, the, love the love triangle. Yeah. You know, not I know somebody... or whatever. There's just three like, points. I know somebody... Right who um, was his his roommate's girlfriend came over and was like, you know, it's actually you that I'm attracted to. And he was like, that makes sense. And that was it. That's all he said. 
So yeah, I, uh, I said this. This is a boring ass finale. It's a bunch of people having conversations. They wasted their one moment of action early when they threw Pacey through a table. <laughs> so fucking whatever. Talk about all your yeah. shit. Figure it out. Call me when you're done. Yeah. I mean, what what else? I mean, what else? Even really that we have because they have the like. Oh, I meant to. Oh, yeah, I lost the moment on this. When when Jen dies, I was going to say all character deaths should be accompanied by "Give me the beat, boys." <laughs> like that should have just been a recurring thing. There, there are two types of death in television. There's "Give me the beat, boys," and there's mm, "What you say." Those are the two times. <laughs> Those should be the two allowed dude, songs. Dude, the thing too is that uh, "Um, what you say" works really well in the moment, though. Also, because the thing is. Is you're saying that, and it's like, well, that character, it's not when that character dies, because that character doesn't die in that moment. He just gets shot. But earlier in that episode, that song plays at the funeral for a character that dies, and then they stop that part, and then they don't play the song for the rest of the time, and then Marissa picks up the gun and shoots him in the back, and then it comes in, and it's just, mm, what you say? And you're like, holy shit, I mean, this is the best. Also, like, the funniest song ever written. Like, yeah can't believe it's real i've only ever seen parodies of that also i have not, I mean, i've never watched it. Seen a second of the OC. Like, it's really funny it truly is like a a very funny bill hater like you know i think i think he said like that was an early one and he later would give an interview where he's talking about it. he's like you know that we made that like the night before too because it's in a hotel room and when it's in a hotel room on snl that means that we only had like a day and nowhere else where we could shoot this so it's just we just get a hotel room and we take a camera there and we're like let's see what we got and they're just like what if we just did the oc death a bunch of just, times yeah, like, <laughs> sometimes repetition is really all it takes uh, the other thing that was going on is that uh, Jen leaves uh, Amy to be cared for by Jack because Jack's yeah. her godfather. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, he has been struggling with the fact that Doug, his boyfriend, isn't out publicly. So right. they always go away on these trips. So now he's just like he, he, he breaks it off with Doug basically because he's like, I can't go back to this. And now I have. Yeah, this we're, child we're in a, uh, a post will and grace world. Yes. I mean, and once again, we are in a post-Will and Grace world, right? Because uh, the reboot got canceled when there was that reboot. Uh, because all shows get a reboot at some point. Yeah. Okay. So the next thing I remember happening is the use <laughs> of the lyrics from the theme song. Yeah. Cause, uh, and a, that's perfect. Oh, and there's and also... So okay. Good. There's the part... So this is another meta thing. They watched the video... They watched the home video compilation that's set to One Hand in My Pocket by Lance Morissette, which is what they wanted the actual theme song to be, but they couldn't afford it. Oh, uh-huh. wow. I didn't okay. know that part. Yeah. The more you know. Yeah. I feel like it'd like, be a less iconic theme song than. Yeah. Like, I I think the Paula Cole works better for what this show is. Probably. 100%. Yeah. But yeah, so they, um, yeah, I guess it's like, you know, early camcorder, Super 8 footage. I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me if Dawson's super into Super 8 because Spielberg and all of, of that, you know. But Do people with phones today know the the feeling of filming your friends walking around just being like smiling, laughing at the camera, going like, ha ha ha, and then like hugging each other. Does that happen anymore? People still do that? Somebody jumping Travis, up on Did people ever camera. actually do that? Travis, I own a Super 8 camera, so I have actually made people do this basically. So it really <laughs> might just be the thing where like, because it happens in fiction, it informs other things, and yeah, thus, like, like, it became the thing. But I basically, I haven't digitized the footage or even, like, had it developed yet. But I definitely have things that are basically like that. Also, because what will happen is when you give a cam- when you put a camera in front of somebody, 
if they're like in a relationship or something like they do like to then reach out to that other person it's a, it's a fun psychological phenomenon basically mm-hmm. of watching it they're like well this is the moment i would like to have captured so yeah they they then see you see the end of the show which is this thing that dawson has been struggling with you know he, yeah. he goes to the writer's room because they're like we need to know are they soulmates we have what's this what's the season one cliffhanger it's like dog it's it's a teen show you can make one decision and then go back on it yeah infinite number you of can times kill that's how these things work and you can go back on it who's archie with right now in riverdale i'm sorry if i spoil this for anyone so they also did their time skip and then i stopped watching during it but he had gotten together with betty yeah Barchi. Okay. The last that I was watching was, yeah, Barchi Don't was what Matt saying ship names is <laughs> psychically confusing to me. And the men in the ship names on that show just get so much more of the ship name also. Yeah, Bughead. It's like Barchi and Bughead or Varchi and Vughead, but it's never Bugonica. <laughs> or Jugonica. Jugonica. Yeah. Isn't that Glenn Dan- Danzig's movie? It, it's not far off from whatever it was called. I had to look I up and like I was like, it was Buff Whaley. That was what it was. Uh, or Buff, Buff Whaley. Whaley. Ba- Buff Whaley. Buff. I just had to look that back up. Hey, hey, Boff. Yeah, we got <laughs> Boff coming to the party later. Oh, oh shit, Boff's here. Uh, yeah, so they... they the. Dawson has the ending. Uh, Veronica is the Glenn Danzig movie. Veronica? <laughs> yes. Veronica? Veronica. Oh, okay. I gotta see. That it. sounds like based on a line of company of books published by Danzig's company, Verotic. The first, the film consists of three segments. The first segment, the albino spider of Dajet, is about a Parisian sex worker with eyeballs for nipples named Dajet <laughs> and an albino spider that takes the form of an eight-armed humanoid. The latter of whom murders sex oh workers by breaking Danzig their necks. Is fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> second, second. I need to know what the rest are. The rest are not as funny. It's the second segment. Change of face concerns a mysterious tripper who collects the faces of other women. The final segment, cool. Drukisha, Contessa of Blood, follows a countess who kills virgin women and bathes in their blood. Also cool. So it really, really, you know, peaks early with the albino spider of Tajet. Yeah. So we see the show. We see the Creeks uh, finale, and they say, you know, the the. Joey Standen, who all, I can't remember what her masculine name was. Oh, um, fuck. Ryan um, or whatever. It wasn't Danny. Um, whatever. It's just like, listen, I don't want to wait for my life to be. <laughs> she just like looks and says this. And I just want to see every like alternate take of this. Where it's just like, we do need you to say the theme music, basically. It's so good. You know what's great? They do this in Veronica Mars actually as well, because the Veronica oh, yeah. Mars had the um, uh, the Dandy Warhols. We used to be friends oh, was the theme. Wow! So there's just like a part where it's just like Veronica, you know that guy, and then it's just like her looking. She's like, "Yeah, a long time ago, we used to be friends," and then immediately goes right into the theme. <laughs> so uh, uh, Pacey and Joey get together. She picked him. You know, because she and Dawson have this whole moment where she's like, we're soulmates, but we're not. It's not it's not going to work, which, is, you know, yeah. I'll always love you. You're super important to me and I will still love you and you will love me. But we love each other in different ways. It's weird to be like, I'll just have to accept that I'm just always in love with you. And it's like, man, that is a thing you have to get over if you're not going to be like that can't be a thing. You just that is you got to move on. 
I, I mean, she is. You have to be like, able to be in love with someone else at some point in your life. Yeah. I don't know. Listen, Which is why I'm, I she, don't think Dawson will ever find somebody. Yeah. No, because she's like, listen, I love you, but it's a different love. Yeah. Oh, sorry. You know? We're talking Dude, Joey and Dawson now. I'm thinking you, of the Pacey and Joey conversation. Yeah. Well, because she, jo- she gets with Joey. Yeah. And yeah. she's just like, Dawson, she what is we Joey. have... Or sorry, she yeah, she Pacey. gets with Pacey. Yeah, it's confusing because uh, the masculine name and no one yeah. down earth is named Pacey, and you're like, what even? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so no, the, the thing with Dawson is, is, is like this. This is different. Yeah, Josephine. Okay, no, yet, yet another oh, no, thing. No, it's not Pacey. Is Indiana Pacers? Pacey. Whatever his last name. Yet another thing. Hit, Dawson being told like, I just love you in a different way. Like, again, the first day of the rest of my life. Wet dream in jeans while sleeping next to her. <laughs> I love you in a different way. All right, I'm I, I'm finding a different track now. Wet, like whatever whatever I was doing, whatever choices I was making, I'm jeans. doing the opposite now. I'm doing that episode of Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But also, wet dream in jeans. Dream, wet dream in jeans is a great fake Illuminati hottie song. Let me tell you. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but yeah, so they call Dawson and they're like, wow, we loved the show. That was great. It was wonderful. We can't wait for the next season. And he's like, thanks, you guys. You won't believe who I'm meeting with tomorrow. It's Brett like, Ratner. Oh. Wow. I can't believe it. <laughs> he's so hot right now in 2003. I'm actually, so I, I've written this film called Stab and I'm meeting up with Harvey Weinstein and his brother <laughs> and they're going to finance also, it okay. for me. The other thing we skipped is the conversation where Dawson is like, I kind of realized that, you know, everyone talks about life and death, but the extra opposite of death is birth. And it's like, no, you fucking buffoon. Birth is the opposite of, like, the act of dying, but being alive is the opposite of not being alive. Well. <laughs> so shut the fuck up. Is, you thought this was well, profound. No, it was moronic. No, no <laughs> Travis, no. You're, but you're also not also technically correct. It's a whole, it's a, it's a thornier thing. Is death actually the opposite of life when really it might be more like a concept of like non-existence, which is separate? It's a whole fucking thing. Listen, listen, I don't know. It's all a conundrum or a miracle that we exist. All we're put to do on this earth is hang. Don't worry I don't know. about Just that Just if part. someone said to me, I've been realizing the extra opposite of death is birth, I would say, shut the fuck up. That would be the first thing that I say to them. But, you know, that's no, why wouldn't. I'm not a character on you this wouldn't. show. You wouldn't, you wouldn't say shut the fuck up at them. You'd be like, yeah, man. Depends who's saying totally, it. Totally, bro. <laughs> like, okay, let's, let's oh, go down Oh, for sure, man. Yeah, that's always <laughs> the classic. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, it's 2008, basically. Is that when this oh, is supposed yeah, to be? Yeah, so Obama, Obama is either about to get elected or in, was there, in Obama has been elected. He's going to meet with Diablo Cody. And no, no, no. no. I want you to... This is better because it's meeting with Spielberg. Do you know what was the Spielberg film that would be coming out at this point? Uh, mm, Lincoln's 2012. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt, uh, I will tell you, we saw this film in theaters. That doesn't is it, is it? Is it Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? It is Indiana wow. Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Fuck. Skull. The other movies that Spielberg has that comes out immediately after this are The Adventures of Tintin and War Horse. So, Listen. So given that it's Dawson. Kevin Williamson, given that it's Kevin Williamson, he's pretty close to or has created the Vampire Diaries at this point. Right? He created Vampire. Oh, yes, yes. No. Yeah, oh, Vampire Diaries, yeah. I think, debuts like in a or something. Yeah. So he's yeah. he's about to have a really big hit on his hands. And also, when where are we at in the Stab series? 
Only you would know that. Them, yeah. I why do you keep calling them stab? Because that's what they call the fictional Scream movies okay. in the Scream series. And if we're going to keep it like he's developing The Creek. So he's also probably uh, working on Stab and he's also working on uh, uh, Scream jur- 4. Journals is, of Transylvania uh, or whatever. In the fiction of this world, Scream 4 is three years out since okay. you know, the time. So he's, he's like kind of a big deal. People like Scream Four, right? Scream Four is great. All the Scream movies are yeah, great. Yeah. Oh, are they? I thought I thought there was the one like the kind of the. I like, mean, Matt said they're all great. It doesn't mean everyone likes them. Those are very good point. You're you are absolutely correct. Everybody likes like them. <laughs> but if you are if you like Scream for the same reasons that I do, which is it's like fun, meta, goofy, like made by and for people who like really fucking love horror despite all of its stupidity uh all of the screen movies are great because they just really like they know who they're talking to excited for that new one you know just gonna be fun i'm gonna see it i've seen this is the greatest like month period of my life there's a new matrix movie and a new scream movie within one month of each other congrats to you (laughs) okay okay mr man meat uh what did you guys think Uh, of uh the way that this (laughs) Concluded. I had a blast yeah, with same. Dawson's Creek beginning same. to end. I was entertained and enough. It's not my thing at all. Genuinely had the moment where after we when during the break when I was watching the next two episodes, I was like, kind of just want to watch more Dawson's Creek. Just want to play yeah. episode two. Because I've been waiting like, for you to actually start watching The Americans. And I have around, watched. Like, ah, I hey, hey, hey! I have watched the second episode of The Americans. Mm. Okay, we did. Listen, it's not. Maybe I'm going to watch The Americans like it aired, and I'm just going to watch one oh, episode a week. We're, are, we're already three seasons in, or whatever. Wow. I can't binge anymore. I watched yeah. like, I just can't. I, I mean, I made it through the three episodes of Station Eleven that were released, and I was like, that was really good. Mm-hmm. But then I've got like, you know, more as they are released, and I was like, that's I, I appreciate. But the idea of sitting down and watching a lot of TV repeatedly is just not who I am. I had a great time with Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Matt, I know we're going to take a break for a little bit yeah. before coming back in the new year, but uh, you want to give a, you want to break off a little piece of what we're going to be having some fun with during our time away? Yeah, I, I think it's time to break some rules in order to have some fun. Uh, break some skulls. Yeah, I think so. We normally pick shows that ran for at least three seasons and shows that didn't get canceled. Here's the deal. This show both got canceled and only had two seasons, but... We're going to have a blast watching it, and we deserve a reward for making 40 episodes. And uh, I hope I hope that the 30-second preview we're going to get from Travis is just him laughing for 30 seconds when you say <laughs> what the choice is. <laughs> All right. Next week or, uh, you know, ne- next episode, whenever we get around to it, you know, we're going to take a little break. But we are going to be uh, surfing the web with CSI Cyber. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> so we're staying on the Vanderbeek train, I see. <laughs> Yeah, this is, right. is this what led you to this? All I right, ate, Travis, tell me everything you know about CSI Cyber starting now. 30 seconds on the clock. Uh, I watched the first two episodes of CSI Cyber <laughs> when it came out because that was when I was like, I'm going to get really into bad shows for amusement, but it's like it's so much more of a commitment to doing yeah. uh, doing that than movies. Like, like I'll probably pick Zoo at some point for this show, but like that's another yeah, example. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, CSI Cyber uh, obviously was a spinoff of the CSI series where they investigate uh, like the dark web and they say the phrase the dark web a million times. It's a, <laughs> Patricia Arquette was in it and it premiered like the night that she like won the best actress time. Oscar for what? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so 
This yeah, shit's gonna run. Episode, we're gonna have so I, much. I know fun. I'm over time, but there is an episode go, go titled "URL Interrupted." Yep. You do need to know that. <laughs> Matt was telling me about this, and I was like, "I love that you picked this because it's during that period where Patricia Arquette's career has a brief resurgence because she's winning an Oscar for Boyhood, even though it's the thing where it's like, yeah, Patricia's gonna be in this movie for 12 years, and then it chronicles 12 years of a declining career. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. It's like, yeah, she's on CSI also, Cyber. There's an ep- one of the episodes I did see, as I recall, was basically the plot of David Cronenberg's crash, but it was people manipulating roller coaster accidents to happen. <laughs> <laughs> we should do that, and then Travis, you should just follow up with Zoo so I can slap somebody across the, fl- the face I have, and say, I have my next pick locked and loaded, so but okay. maybe after that we'll, <laughs> well do Zoo. We will do all of these and more when we are back in the new year. Hopefully, uh, it will be a good time, and it won't be because we are back fully trapped inside and losing our minds which was how this podcast was originally created yeah well we'll be really productive with the podcast if that's the case thanks as always to you the listener rate review subscribe tell a friend you know let them know and if there were if i was wrong and henry rollins did appear at some point in this television (laughs) show please let me know so i can be corrected (laughs) thanks as always to matt our wonderful producer uh, and Steven, can you bring us home? Your emerging hormones aren't developing a thing for me, are they? <laughs>